Hello and welcome to the McGettin Fries Movie Review Podcast. I'm Ian and Gavin's not here. What we're doing this time instead is I'd like to introduce a very close friend of the show, Mr. Da- and any person who's emailed us in plenty of times, uh, Mr. David Wren. How you doing? Also How's known it? as my mate Dave. <laughs> yes, a.k.a. Ian's mate Dave. So this should be a good, interesting first show for us, what we're doing it live from... Uh, Dave's coming at us live from Dublin. Live. And I'm live in Malaysia, so this is probably all go horribly wrong at some point. Ah, uh, be fine. Be grand. Be fine, yeah. So tell us a bit about yourself, Dave. What kind of what was the last three movies you saw, or what? You, what kind of films are you into? Uh, I don't know. I like easygoing movies, action, Easy comedy. Going. That's about it. Stupid That's films, probably. You know. Nah, well, on this, on this week's sh- on this week's show, you'll be reviewing The Purge and Machete Kills, right? Yeah, I had a chance to see them. I was off a bit spare time last week. I caught some movies, so yeah, the purge was cool. one I heard about a while ago, and I said I'd give it a lash. And Machete, after seeing the first one, you have to check the second one. Yeah, and I'll be giving a review of I Frankenstein, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, and probably a quick one on Frozen because I completely forgot to review it last time when we did a podcast. <laughs> I only realized that I only remembered I'd seen it directly after we finished the podcast. That's what happens when you're drinking <laughs> podcasts. I wasn't drinking in that podcast. I was in an office. Oh, okay. Well, you shouldn't be drinking in your office. Yeah, it wasn't my office. It was Gavin's office. Oh, yeah. Where is Gavin? So, Gavin's in uh, Singapore. Uh, he'll be in a production of Neil LeBoot's Fat Pig, which will be running from Thursday, the 13th of February, to Sunday, the 2nd of March. So, if you're in February and want to throw lettuce at Gavin, get yourself along to the... Quick. I have no idea where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, a, it's the Pangdemonium... Uh, uh, Theatre company, <laughs> the, the DBS Arts Centre. Sorry, the DBS Arts Centre in Singapore. Good save. Good save. <laughs> As always, the show is rec- no editing. So, um, so there's some news this week about Superman versus Batman being delayed a full year to 2016. Have you been following much of the news on this whole thing at all? No, well, yeah, I've heard probably as much as, as everyone else has. It'd be interesting to see which way they do it. Yeah. It seems what do you think about Batfleck? It just seems that oh shit, we need to something to go against the Avengers. Let's just randomly get some people together, quick. Yeah, I mean, I get the the feeling is they're scrambling. It's whether they can actually do it properly or just rush out some bullshit. Well, I don't know. It's gonna like what? What are the rumors that like Batman is bad to start and then he comes good or something? Oh, I don't know. They, they, I mean, it's the Superman versus Batman thing. There can always be a reason for that to come up against. I mean. Even if they don't know each other first off, you know, they can be a bit cagey about it. I think I mentioned to Gavin there was uh, there was some comic or cart, uh, cartoon that we watched recently and it had basically the first meeting of Batman and... Uh, I, think it was, I think it was Superman Birthright, maybe. It had the first meeting between them and Batman has, like, uh, a magnetic device on him that essentially if Superman touches him, an innocent will die and it's only by the end of the adventure that uh, Superman realises that the magnetic device will set off a bomb on Batman. Okay, so he's well. the actual innocent. All so, right. you know, the, but, but the first time they meet, they will have to have that kind of... And what, is that from the comics? Because I don't know much about the comics, I must admit. No, that was in, that was in one of the cartoons. Uh, the yeah. Warner Brothers have been doing, like, pretty decent animated little movies, but unfortunately, there's no such thing as the DVD market anymore. Yeah. So, that was kind of, but that was the kind of thing I presume they're going to go for. But uh, what do you think of Ben Affleck, though, as Batman? Yeah. I, I like him. I think he's. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting because uh, everyone's saying to go for the older one. I think everyone's sick of Christian Bale at this stage and his silly voice. So, I'll yes, 
He definitely has a chin for it anyway. Yes, he definitely has a chin for it. I reckon that. I, 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 I like him. I think he's cool. Hopefully, he'll do some good. And I, I liked Daredevil. <laughs> well, yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. Ian. Daredevil was okay. Like there wasn't many superhero movies back then. Where that was. No, there wasn't. No. So. And Colin Farrell was freaking awesome in that. Yeah, movie. Well, you kind of stole the show a bit, but. Yeah. But I haven't seen. Uh, like I don't know Ben, but he looks like a big dude, so he probably has the frame for it. You know, yeah. he seems like a. Like <laughs> he's a big he fella, like but he's all right. Imagine that your man. What's what's his name? Henry Cavill. No, the last bat guy. Oh, Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale. He looks like I say. He just looks like a bit. I don't know what. The, it looks a bit small, yeah, for the part. Yeah, I mean, but it's considering how big fucking like Henry Cavill was. I mean, the amount of times he walked around in Superman or the what was it the. Uh, Man of Steel with his shirt off it was like fucking mountain ranges arranged on his chest yeah well listen if you're going to put the work in you might as well show it off you mm. know if I looked like him I'd be walking around he'd top off did, did you hear I heard a, there was an interview with him for something else I think it was and basically when he went in he wasn't that ripped like they put him on a he talked about it in a lot of the pre-or stuff about they put him on a very particular diet and an exercise to build that up because he didn't look like he wasn't that built yeah, and he looks kind of skinny. I say he's just fairly skinny, and they just gave him loads of steroids. Yeah, pretty much. But he had to try on the uh, Brandon Routh uh, Superman suit when he went in for audition, and he okay. said he felt really bad because like his stomach was sticking out, and like he just wasn't in performance shape. I thought you were going to say he was like felt really bad because he made Brandon Routh look really stupid. <laughs> 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 no, what <laughs> a way around. No, okay. not quite. The other way around, yeah. Yeah, well, that's the same with every role. And everybody, didn't they just pay someone for six months to put him in shape? Well, that's the thing I always say. People say Tom Cruise is a nice guy and he's really fit and all that shit. And it's like, if someone paid me, you know, every two years someone paid me 60 yeah. million or something like that, I'd be fucking really nice <laughs> to everybody all <laughs> the time. If your job, if your job was to spend six months before going to your job to get fit, then anybody could do it. Yeah. You know? But that's exactly. Simple. But yeah, no, he looked, yeah, he looked, he's fairly big in that, but I'm sure he won't mind yeah. doing it again. Mm. You know? But, uh, Keeping up with the uh, superhero news, then have you seen? Uh, have you heard much about the Guardians of the Galaxy? We talked about it a bit in the podcast, but I'm just wondering if anyone's filtered yeah, it out to you. Yeah, not not really. I saw a clip when I was looking through um, the YouTube clips of was it Comic Con the panels. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I saw. <laughs> of course, I didn't know anything about it when they came out. I was like, "What's all this shit?" But yeah, um, it looks bizarre. Like obviously, people who are who, I guess this is another comic, right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's one. Of, it's the biggest gamble of the, of, uh, the what you call it, the the Marvel movies, because this is the first one that's kind of not been around since. It's it's been it, the, the as an idea, yes, they were in the sixties, but they were never Spider Man or Iron Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even Iron Man wasn't. You know, he's about you know sixteen levels above how popular these guys ever were. Yeah, and even the actors that were on the panel, like I don't know, I don't even want to recognize what that guy who was in. Um Actually, a man who's in Mallrats. He does the voice oh, yeah? of Call of Duty. What's his name? He does the voice of what? Oh, I forget him. He does. He does in the. He's in Black Ops. Call of Duty Black Ops. Oh right. I think he did it. Or it could be totally oh. wrong. Now, it was always held down as the green chick. You saw the photo, right? The 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 the, the cast pick. Yeah, I saw. It does. It's a photo of him in kind of a lineup. Yeah, yeah. So it's always held down. Who's the, the badger? The Badger is Rocket Raccoon, so that's what I was going to ask if you knew. So he'd be voiced by Bradley Cooper. Okay. Which I think is weird, but uh, he's supposed to be like a badass. Like, he's a total nutbag badass gun expert. It's either Yoda, because he's about two foot high. 
Fuck no, no, like he's like he just doesn't take a piece of sh- take any shit off anyone. Uh, I think I mentioned to Gavin a while ago there was um, there was a trailer. I don't. They have a thing at Comic Con. They don't want people recording the trailers because the idea is that you know come to Comic Con to see the trailer. So they're kind of exclusive. So one did leak, and it has like hooked on a feeling or something playing and. It's a load of action, and then those guys are kind of staring at each other on the, the lineup like that, and they're all like kind of, who the fuck are these guys? Mm. But there's a kind of a comedy bent to the whole thing. Like, it's not that serious, because, like, John C. Someone's explaining to John C. Riley that, oh, they call themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy, and he just kind of looks at the guy and says, what a bunch of assholes. So they're kind of, you know, it's already, they're not kind of building themselves up too much, so... But you hadn't heard, heard much about it at all, right? No, I only thought you were talking about it, and then that few things that were mentioned... Because obviously around Comic Con, all these things come out and people were. Mm. And Vin Diesel's going to be that big three thing. You know. John, what's his name? Michael Rooker is that guy's name. Oh, Michael Rooker, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's in it. He's great and everything. He's the only he's guy, guy I recognize, apart from that wrestler, Batista, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of them didn't seem. Uh, I don't know. For me, as the average Joe. <laughs> average Dave. <laughs> the average Joe. <laughs> really yeah. You know, <laughs> that's it from now on in this podcast. There you go. You're not my mate. You're not my mate, my mate Dave anymore. You're now just average Dave. Average movie going <laughs> Joe. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> you know, go to cinema twice, or maybe once or twice a month, maybe or yeah, six months maybe. Hmm. So you saw you recently just saw uh, Edgar Wright's and Simon Pegg's World's End, right? What do you think of that? I did. I liked the start of it, but yeah, when all like obviously. As it went through, watch out, for, spo- watch out for spoilers. Yeah, no, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, when it started to turn, I didn't like it. Yeah, I definitely didn't, no, like, didn't like it. I definitely didn't like the end of it. No. But I like the I like the way they got on. All the guys, all the actors worked well together. It was funny, you know. Mm. And your man um, Simon Pegg was definitely different than he was. Kind of annoying, but you kind of, I guess you can kind of relate to him. When you get to a certain age, all you want to do is just like, remember those days and used to go out and get hammered. And then you realise... Have a good time and get loaded. Get loaded, you know. Listen to Primal Screen. You don't do it as much anymore and then you, then you kind of go, shit, wouldn't it be great just to go out one last bender? But yeah. Then, after watching that, I think I'll stay at home. Yeah, now we just uh, sit at home doing podcasts and drinking beer on other sides of the world. Yes. Hmm. So uh, you heard Edgar Wright's going to... He's been talking about Ant-Man since before the Avengers, I think it was, they were supposed to do it, but they kind of kept forgot- forgetting to do it. Yeah, see, Ant-Man, right? The only yeah. place I've ever heard of this Ant-Man is you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Average Dave says. So, so there you go. Put that, put that on the poster. Like, the only place I've heard of this movie is you. So I had, to, kind of, that. I had to do some investigation today to see if you yeah, were taking we, the piss. Oh, no, yes, no, 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 no Ant-Man, Ant-Man, was part of, Ant-Man was actually one of the Avengers, originally. What, he like was he's not shit or ugly. Well, he out. was. This is the thing. So the we had the announcement just before Christmas, I think, around just a while ago about Paul Rudd as being he's going to be Ant Man. So which it's going to be a comedy. I find it hard. What? So it's going to be a comedy. That's kind of it's kind of semi comic, but it's also I find it really weird that Paul Rudd is now part of the same universe as the Avengers. Yeah, because well, he's you, just Paul Rudd. You know what I mean? But can you take him seriously though? I'm not going to film. I don't know. I mean, he can. I, he'll have to see if he can switch because they gotta have like the funny stuff is one part maybe. But I'll get to that in a minute. The other thing they announced is Michael Douglas is gonna be Henry Pym. So for oh, you, yeah. Dave, and for other listeners who don't know, in the original Avengers back in the day, uh, one of the members was there was Hank Pym. Was Henry Pym was one of the like the '60s Avengers, and there was also his girlfriend was the Wasp. 
So the wasp turned out to be like an X-Man mute, an X-Men mute, style mutant. So she could shrink and fly and shit. And using kind of he, this guy, uh, the Hank Pym had kind of studied her and figured out how to make himself grow and small, get small. So he could become Giant Man for a bit. Okay. And then he became Ant Man as well. Ant Man would just like change size down really small and could command ants with this kind of um, helmet thing. <laughs> okay. The giant, the giant. Believe me, the Giant Man. The Giant Man aspect of it is way cooler, but probably way more expensive. So what? He just becomes really small. Yeah. Like the borrower. Sneak around the place. He's no like an inch high private high. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, but I mean, there was a, there was a sizzle reel that did get leaked from changing uh, from uh, Comic Con a while ago, and it did show like I think when he shrinks down, the, the fact is that he say he has the same mass as if he was full sized. Okay. So like it shows the the the, 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 the bit they had him had him running down this corridor towards like two security guards, and he kind of sh- I think he's around the corner. He shrinks himself down, runs with them like along the floorboard so they can't see him. Okay. Then he kind of jumps and then punches one of them but it's like so it lands on them like a full size punch okay. even though he's tiny and then he gets bigger and knocks the other guy out so it kind of looked kind of cool but what happens to his clothes uh, he has a special suit that grows and shrinks with him oh so he's not left with like incredible Hulk shorts yeah no the, the, he, uh, he makes these things called Pym particles because <laughs> he okay. named them himself <laughs> but the other thing is that so I think they did they did a reboot because you know the other dude was fucking old so it's this other guy who steals the costume and uses oh, it for okay. crime and that's what the Kapal Rudd character will be. Oh, okay. So he'll be, he'll be using it to rob banks and shit, probably. Oh, he's bad. Well, he's, like, I mean, he starts off using it to fight, you know, to, to perpetrate crime, but I think he moves around to, with, you know, he has an Uncle Ben's moment after a while and, oh, you know, okay. realizes that with a suit that makes you smaller comes great responsibility. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be a while before that comes out. But I think it's pretty cool that Michael Douglas is in it. I mean, it's it's weird that Robert... I just, it's... You know, for superhero movies, it seems so, like, a little small thing for so long. Like, I mean, when you get Samuel L. Jackson in Iron Man and Avengers, it's like, oh, that's cool. But now, like, what Robert Redford's in fucking Captain America 2 and Michael Douglas oh, is yeah. in Ant-Man? Maybe they need to cash. Maybe. You it's know? The, it's also known, what's known as the um, Michael Caine Jaws 4 patio deal. Charles four, yeah, the revenge. <laughs> well, I suppose all these films tend to get sequels, don't they? If they do any good and they become part of the bigger, so maybe he's just seeing dollar signs. Maybe could be well for Rudd. Yes, I'm not sure for Michael Douglas whether he'll actually survive the movie. <laughs> why, why do you think he knows what he's getting into? Like he just thinks he's. Well, it could be that you know, for these movies, it's like like I said, he starts off stealing the suits, so there might be some pathos in him, you know, having to avenge the other guy who's like. Having to avenge Michael Douglas maybe dying. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it's funny you're saying about like making money on these things. Um, something I read today about um, what's his name, Samuel L. Jackson. So when he signed up for playing Nick Fury, he signed on for nine films. Okay. <laughs> he's done <laughs> but six. Why not? Of them. He's done six of them already. I suppose six. I don't think his appearance on Agents of Shield counted, but uh, he did. Um, he has all his other bits he's turned up in other movies count. What were the six? So, I think there was Iron there's, Man there's Iron Man. 2, Iron Man 3. Was he in Iron Man 3? No, sorry, is it the end of Iron Man 1? Yep, did that count? Iron Man was that 2. after the credits? I think so. It was after the credits, but I think it might count. Um, then he was in... Captain America? Was he in Th- yeah, he was in Captain America at the end of it. Was he in Thor? Uh, the first Thor. Coulson was, but... 
We get okay. We get the Avengers anyway, so he's in that. Oh, he's in Captain America too. So that just needs us one more. He was in the Hulk because they got Robert Downey Jr. in the Hulk one. He's getting rich. Not sure. Richer. Yeah, yeah. But like they're talking about like extending it again. He's like, oh yeah, motherfucker. Suppose <laughs> why not? But I suppose he's having yeah, got a massive on. partner like so. Yeah. You know, he's not as if he's probably putting a lot of time in. He probably shows up for a few weeks and then goes like. Yeah, it keeps him in Kangol hats. <laughs> so nice. So nice. So, uh, did you see the Godzilla trailer that came out? Oh, no, actually. <laughs> did, did you give a shit? No, but it, I, mean, I didn't see that trailer. Really, I missed that trailer. All right. But, well, it's, it's, uh, it is something, though. Uh, you know, McGettin Fries asks Average Dave, do you give a shit about another Godzilla movie? Well, I'd have, to see, the, I'd have to see the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> but in general, like, I mean, is the idea of another... Uh, I mean, the, I don't know. Is the idea of another Godzilla even bother you? Well, it's saw Pacific Rim there a few weeks ago, and that's just... It's just the same. I'd probably rather see giant robots beating the crap out of you than a big giant. Yeah, I'm fucking... Lo- I love, it was the, it was the monsters I, I, in Pacific Rim I didn't see them. I didn't see for... Obviously, it's been out since last year, but I didn't see it, and yeah. I wasn't too keen on seeing it. Purely because mm. of the big, stupid monsters. Why? Because I don't just don't dig monsters. Oh, there, there, there's another quote. That's the name of the podcast. Average day. <laughs> I just don't dig monsters. You know, big robots fighting each other. Okay, but no, I gave in. No, and I watched it. It was actually it was good. I like Pacifica. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty dumb when the robots aren't on screen. Yeah, well, that's the thing. But yeah. enough about that, and we can talk all day about that again. But but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, certain films like I, it takes me to get to the cinema just the big blockbusters and all the ones last year the only one I liked was Superman I didn't like yeah. any of the, the Hangover the end the Hangover 3 or Iron Man I didn't really like I went to see them yeah. and to be fair if they had a Hangover 4 or Iron Man 4 I'd probably go see that as well but yeah. at I the moment I, I was doing research a while ago Iron Man 3 has like made the most money in the cinema in Malaysia ever like that's the highest grossing box office movie of all time here wow well yeah. I can I can see that. It's you know it's Iron Man one was was fairly good. Everyone wanted everyone liked Iron Man two, Turtle. Mm. Like I don't even if you didn't like Iron Man two, you'd probably still go see Iron Man three, given them yeah. a chance. Like, yeah. Well, this Godzilla trailer basically it's a guy who did a little movie called Monsters, which I reviewed ages ago, which is just this couple. Something it's, this movie is like he basically I think himself, the guy and the girl who are the actors involved and the sound crew sound guy essentially just like shot around Mexico. They had a plot and they just shot scenes mm. with the normal, like I think it was one of those first red digital cameras. Mm. And then he went home and he spent a year adding in digital effects because the idea was that a, a meteor had landed in, um, where do you call it, uh, Mexico. Mm-hmm. So the alien life forms had hatched from that and they're kind of quarantine zone. So they're kind of going through the quarantine zone. So it's kind of all this subtle small effects in the background and stuff. It was creepy as hell, it was kind of cool. So I think that was, I think it was, was it Hugh Evans or Gareth Edwards, I think his name is. They basically, they gave him the, the job of Godzilla. It's like, you did a really good monster movie. So mm-hmm. here's Godzilla. So, so it's kind of cool. Like you don't, it's one of those movies, it's one of those teasers where you just like people jumping out of a plane and you can see like smoke below and the smoke slowly clears and you can kind of see Godzilla. Mm. And he makes that well, kind of Is this co- like a reboot kind of, or is this like a sequel? It's, it's a reboot. Late, a reboot. Yeah, Matthew Broderick's not in this one. <laughs> when was the last one? It was 90s. The one with Matthew Broderick and Jean Ra- Jean yeah. Renault. Jean Renault, chewing gum. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was weird. That was, I, mean, I've, I don't think I've watched all of that movie in one sitting. I think I've just seen bits and pieces of it and just say it's very green and then fuck off. 
Yeah, again, it's raining when monsters attack, you know. Because it's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Sunlight, Sunlight's really hard to do <laughs> in know? computers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I suppose I would be. I'd, I'd have to see the trailer. <laughs> yeah. So have you, has any of the average, so average Dave, as much as the uh, stuff about uh, Sheila LaBeouf being a fucking idiot filtered down to you? No, on TMZ? This, was all, this was all news to me. You've never heard of this? Do you have heard of this at all? No. So yeah, so yeah, he did a, he did a, what you call it, a little kind of mini film that he showed, I think in Cannes, Con, mm-hmm. and uh, immediately people said he was totally ripping off. I mean, have you seen the film Ghost World? No. Well, it was an old movie, but uh, that was based upon a comic by Daniel Close as well. But pretty much straight away, like people said that uh, his movie's pretty much the same fucking story. Like even lines of dialogue and the setup is the same. Mm. So Sheila Booth's movie's called Howard Cantor, and uh, Daniel Close comics called Justin M. Damiano. So some <laughs> of the actual lines are just ripped off from them. Like uh, some of the, I've seen some websites have done a point by point like comparison. And it's pretty fucking clear that he ripped them off. And but he didn't give any credit at all. But the Child of like, did he write or direct it or just start? He, just he directed it. it. He directed it. Is he starring in mm. it? I'm not sure if he starred in it, but he wrote and directed, he wrote directed it. it. So it's his baby. Okay. Yeah. And then he tweeted, in my excitement and naivete as an amateur filmmaker, I got lost in the creative process and neglected to follow a proper accreditation. Unfortunately, it seems that he stole that... Um, Apology off Yahoo Answers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's insane. And then he apologized in skywriting. So he got a plane to write in clouds. I am sorry, Daniel Close, on the sky over Los Angeles. Nice. And as a lot of people have pointed out, that's a bit lame considering that Daniel Close lives in San Francisco. <laughs> nice. Well, he comes across as a bit of a douche anyway, doesn't he? Sorry, the oh, yeah, he is a total douche. I well, mean, if he it, wants it, to it, apologize, it, he's, like, he's not going to apologize. If your man lived in the middle of nowhere, he wants to apologize to the media. That's what he's going to do, so people will see it. If you apologize and wherever your man lives... There's, a, there's, a, there's a fantastic article on cracks.com, which I might link to, and it's just it, it, the whole point of that is that, um, you know, um, they've that Hollywood has finally succeeded and, like, built a completely shallow, worthless individual from within their own system kind of thing. Nice. Like, he has no merit. He doesn't even understand there's a world outside Hollywood. Yeah, because, like, what did he do? Like, he, he gave away the ending of the, or the name, was it, of the Indiana Jones film? That's the first Was it the name? Years ago. Was the name, was no, it? No, I've forgotten. There's only, but there's only, there's only, uh, there's only three Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> Hear that? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one bad movie. Oh, fuck. And I mean, it was his fault. I mean, he, the, the, so this cracked article, they just used the same photo of him on the motorbike over and over again, mm. just with different captions underneath, like saying, this is what I think I look tough right now. And like, he looks nothing but it. But then again, just that fucking scene with the fucking monkeys. You know, he's going from the Tarzan shit. What? In, Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Swinging from vines and crap. Yeah, well, Ugh. that's what you have to do in Indiana Jones. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> so he basically then he's later, he since tweeted that he's retiring from all public life, and cool. then he got a he got a bar fight in London. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. So there's a video on this on TMZ had it where he's like, he's this guy the other guy I think called said something about his mama, and he's like he's leaning in like his forehead is resting on the side of the guy's head by his eyes. Mm. It's like that kind of thing where it's just like you know it's that kind of douchebag stupid standoff. Yeah, he'd give him a forehead stand- standoff. Yeah. Yeah, so like they're standing so close to each other, it's kind of like, oh yeah, buddy, oh yeah, oh yeah, 
The yeah. what? They're touching noses, the foreheads. Yeah, but you see, he can't do that because the other guy's sitting down, so he's kind of leaning over oh, him and kind of his head is rubbing off the guy's temples. And your man hit him. So it, no, but he was dragged away. But I think he 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 was kind of my. It's the the there. The newspapers all said he was headbutting, but he's kind of minorly kind of nuzzling more than anything else. Just he's just a really aggressive nuzzling. And he you can't even pick a fight right. Had he got bodyguards? I, he, he had friends and stuff who pulled him off, but it wasn't bodyguards now. Let me at him. Let me at him. Yeah. <laughs> so he's now put up some stories apparently that it's all like performance art, which is usually the uh, the excuse of people have, when they've caught being a fucking dumbass. What are you saying? Getting in a fight in London is performance art. No, he's saying all the other shit is performance art, oh. all the stealing crap, and he's saying he's even working with these other artists. There's, there's a, a link, a link in the comments is like links to these kind of statements he's released that it's all been a big act, and it's like he's worked with these artists, and it's all about oh, creating and editing is now editing is art these days, and all this kind of art wank, basically. <laughs> and it's, what's funny is that there was a guy here who got caught. There was a guy here in Malaysia who's a well-known blogger who allegedly who set up a website, and it was like young, hot young Malaysian girls or something like that. And it was all photos from like Facebook and Instagram and stuff all right. that they were taken without permission. And people found out that about this site and people's photos were putting up there without their proper accreditation, without any their you know um, permission. Yeah. So people eventually were able to track it back to this guy, and he was like, he said nothing about it for a while, and he said it's not me for a while, and then he did the exact same thing and said it's performance art or it's all a test to see who would turn on me if I did this kind of stuff. Yeah. So it is like, you're caught, you're a douchebag, yeah. go just, away. Just own up and shut up. Yeah. Speaking of douchebags, did you see Michael Bay's uh, meltdown on stage at yeah. CES? He is this human. was fucking hilarious. Well, he's like, more he, well, human or robot, I don't know. But yeah. Uh, well, he kind of fails he, a bit, because what do you do when there's a whole room full of people looking at you? And I don't know, what was it? It was the queue? It was the auto, auto queue went? It's not really clear because it seems like I think he first read the other guy's line and then the auto cue went weird. And then he's just like, the other guy does his best because I don't know if you have to do presentations. I've done presentations. It's like, he you always have it. a plan. He should have You always it. have. What? He should have winged it. Mm. And that's what I mean. The, the other guy who might have been the president of Samsung. I mean, Michael Bay commands an army of people to make these fucking movies. Mm. Like, it's insane. And yet he's standing in front of a room, and the other guy tried to help. He's like, "So, Michael, uh, Michael, you're a you're a visionary. So, what do you think of our new curved TV?" And he's like, "Well, I'm, I, I, I I'm, a, I, I'm a filmmaker. I, I'm sorry." And he just the way he sprinted off was just so great because it's a really big stage. He can't get away like quick enough. It's yeah. not like he can just duck behind the curtain. It kind of like it was easy for everyone to say, but like, I suppose. <laughs> if you're in the same position you probably would freak out as well but you would have thought that he would have had enough I don't know he would have been able to because the other guy did try to save him and it's like yeah. and never mind just... about the auto queue what do you think anyway isn't the TV lovely and curvy yeah look at the shiny TV Michael just say it's great and then he goes <laughs> ah, I can't do it gonna run off <laughs> <laughs> and then he transformed into a small car and drove, <laughs> drove off, off. Yeah, but what was even better was that your man kind of signed him off, goes, uh, Michael Bay, everybody. They <laughs> <laughs> all kind of gave him a, a round of applause. Like, they didn't whatever. give him a round of applause. They gave his back a round of applause as he sprinted off stage. Fucking awkward, yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. He's laughing yeah, at his I mean, millions anyway. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, it's just it's odd to see someone that supposedly, you know, accomplished. And like, I mean, 
Just well, seeing it the ago. To, you know. Yeah. You know. Oh, I know, but you'd think you'd be able to handle, like, you know, fucking, if it rains on set, does he just run off? He's <laughs> like, I need sun! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like the story, you know? wasn't it, of him getting attacked or something where he was with a, an air conditioning unit or something. Was that know, in China, was it? In it Hong Kong? They were shooting in Hong Kong? Yeah. And then yeah, they, someone started attacking him with an air conditioning unit. <laughs> yeah. It was something bizarre. And then they changed the story saying that Michael handled the situation perfectly and those people just were just angry locals. You know. Weird. Ah. He'll get over it. Yeah. You ever, you ever see the ad he did? I'm not sure if it was for TV, but we had like a button in his house for shit that just blow up all the time. Uh, I don't know. You might have sent me that link before. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, you should have a look for it. It's pretty funny. I mean... I said he's a douchebag, but he's not that. I'm just, I'm just really disappointed with the trajectory of the Transformers movies. I really like the first one and the well, second have, two. Just like the, well, when's the fourth one out? The fourth one's out for me next year or this year, is it? Yeah, and I can't remember. Is it, is it Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. or is it the other? No, it is Mark Wahlberg. It's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it's very good. Mark Wahlberg. I don't know what to make of him. Yeah, yeah. A, <laughs> I don't know what to make of him. Either. There's a good guy. I think you follow him on Vine as well. Bottle Rocket. Yeah, he, he does, does a great. He uh, does uh, kind of voiceovers. <laughs> he just plays like obviously a little. It was a six-second clip of, of uh, of, of him looking of, a, of Mark Wahlberg looking confused, or something at the camera, and he does a kind of a voiceover. Very funny, but uh, yeah, the, 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 he was doing. He was <laughs> like he just has that funny. kind of. It's, it's Mark Wahlberg's voice from the happening. Is it? Oh, yeah, what do you mean? What yeah, do you, what do you mean we're speaking. supposed to come out here? It's very light and stuff. Yeah, he puts one up every few days funny yeah I mean he did another they were doing a Vine Impressions hashtag there the other day and I saw he was doing and he's like what do you mean I gotta clean my own toilet well I'm a big I'm a big shot Hollywood star can I be doing this <laughs> yeah he's funny but I don't, I don't mind Mark Wahlberg you know yeah ever since the other guys uh, yeah. I like him a lot more because before that he seemed like a more self-serious Matt Damon although my opinion of him went down after seeing him on um, I don't know well, maybe he went down or went up but did you see the, in- the interview with him on Graham Norton over in BBC no no, I live in Malaysia. Oh, it's on, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Okay. Uh, you got to search for it. Anybody out there, you got to search for the, the clip on Graham Norton, where he was locked out of his tree. And he was even he? actually kind of fell asleep at one stage. And Graham He's Norton... Uh, Graham Norton is very good at presenter. He actually had a bit of a hard time in him. And it was very, really? very cringeworthy. But still very, very funny at the same time. you got to check it out. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe he was drunk. Last show, year, yeah, so he was hammered. Like, he obviously had too many drinks backstage. He mm. came out and he was just like very tired and emotional, as they'd say. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> I never, I, I never get away with that when I was like, I was tired and emotional. You were Aiming drunk. Dunphy. Yeah, tired and emotional. Oh no. But uh, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you said this on to me as well a while ago, but it's something that came up while you know the whole Kickstarter things kicking off. But uh, you know a lot of. A lot of things we haven't really had. We've had some good Kickstarter stuff. I've been I, I kickstarted a video game that was like like secret from the, one of the guys who made Secret of Monkey Island. So I got my early copy the other day. But like there, there's been a few so far, but only small ones where they've just failed miserably. Mm. They haven't happened at all. Yeah, there's like two or three video games ones, but nothing too big. But uh, Johnny sent you this one, I think, yeah, and I found credit, it accidentally. Uh, Kung Fury. Yeah. Uh, this looks amazing. <laughs> it's, if it, it looked like a joke uh, the, to I'll start with. Until he went through all yeah. the production at the end and the extended trailer and it showed that he actually had made the movie and the, 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 the length he went to it was pretty cool. Like in certain scenes, there's a scene in the police station where 
there was multiple cops wearing, like obviously wearing police outfits. And he said he only he came out and he said he only had one police uniform. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he got three different actors to try on the uniform, and film them separately, and then put all the scenes and they together. Paste. And it was only for a background shot. Bananas. Oh fuck. Yeah, but not very good. Because yeah, it, it started off as basically like they were going to do a thirty minutes. I think it was going to do a thirty minute version, and now they've actually they've made. I'm looking at it now. Oh, it's over. So they needed they needed two hundred thousand uh, dollars, and they made six hundred and thirty thousand. Mm. So the trailer for this is the most eighties thing Brilliant. ever. There's there's a Delorean in it. It's got loads of neon. There's a fucking Nintendo Power Glove in it. For God's yeah. sake! If you looked up awesome in the but, dictionary, you'd see this. You'd see this video. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I think it's the point where. What is it? Is it like there's some guys? Does it starts off pretty like pretty eighties enough with just like someone robbing somebody, but then. Like a cop car pulls up, and one of the thugs just kicks the cop car, yeah. and it flies no, into the air. No, what he does is he puts his he puts his skateboard on the ground. Oh yeah. See him rock up to the police car, and the police car says something to him, and he puts his skateboard on the ground, and then after he says something back to the cop, he kind of stamps on the end of his skateboard to flip the skateboard up as if he was to catch it, but the skateboard yeah, only the car goes, goes flying. He's right below the car and flips the car up, spinning into the <laughs> into the night sky, and then they yeah. all just shoot it with Uzis. And the car explodes. <laughs> it's brilliant. And uh, what isn't there? He's in a he's in a like a, a really eighties like Ferrari or something like that, flying through the air. It which looks, looks like looks a kind of a, like a Lamborghini, uh, the Countach, whatever you call them, those eighties Lamborghinis. But yeah, classic. He probably it's probably something similar to get away. From. Yeah, but it's kind of flying through the air with him in it, and then it cuts to the bad guys, and it cuts back, and he's standing on the bonnet shooting them. He's standing on the on the car while shooting at the bad guy while the car is going through the sky. It's, Brilliant! I don't know why yeah, anybody a- hasn't thought of this sooner. Like Michael Bay is probably kicking himself right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this you is know? why he's been. Tr- this is what he's been trying to achieve all the time. But usually, someone talks him out of it. Yeah. He's like two eighties. That's probably what it is. People probably go, "No, that's that's you crazy." Two eighties. You know, but obviously those guys had no uh, no filter. No one in their ear telling them to, to cop on. You know. Yeah. Well, a, I've tried to get you. Myself and Dave play a lot of video games. We play a bit of Xbox Online uh, every so often. It's basically our. It's the way we voice chat normally, just but with headshots. But there's a game called Far Cry 2 that had a release of uh, an add on that was basically this. You should have a look at it. It's called uh, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. And like they even got Michael Bean to do the voiceover. Nice. From, like, from the Terminator, from Aliens. And like he's kind of. Like, the idea of it is that kind of stupid 80s VHS direct-to-video movie. Like, you know, he's part robot, he's part soldier, he's, like, on a mission to kill the blood dragons and all of the... Yeah, some stupid. And, but the actual video game, they've, re- they've redone all the graphics, so it is that kind of pink neon. Mm. Like, everything's black and pink neon and ludicrous. Yeah, well, that's cyborgs. It's the same with movies these days. Like, people know when they're doing special effects, like, it's, it's become normal, so... I think the direction nowadays is just to be out, out, uh, totally outrageous, go the opposite. Yeah. You know, because people can see now, ah, yeah, well, obviously your man's not, Superman ain't flying, or, you know, that car isn't going through that building, or blah, blah, blah. Mm. It's just, so why not go crazy? <laughs> go the extreme? Yeah. Yeah, go the other extreme. I mean, the, the, what was that movie with Robin Williams they did? It wasn't What Days May Come, was it, or something like that? I don't think I saw, but at least they tried to make it look like different special effects it wasn't like you know he's on a cloud it's like it's always made out of paint or something mm. <sighs> but uh yeah that, that that leads on to our next trailer which was out before christmas as well but we haven't got to was the uh, tom cruise trailer with the yeah. edge of tomorrow which used to be called all you need is kill which i still think is a much better name 
That sounds like a James Bond. There Tom Cruise is James Bond in All You Need, need Is Killed. killed. All yeah. You need is killed. <laughs> With theme, theme tune by the surviving Beatles. Yeah. Da -da 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 -da. Did you see this trailer? Yeah. I, I was, when I first, <laughs> I must admit, when I clicked play and watched the first 10 seconds, I was like, what is this shite? <laughs> but never would, yeah, never, never want to jump to snap judgments after oh, the first ten Tom seconds. Cruise. What is it like? I, I didn't see Oblivion, and I don't want to see Oblivion. So no, no, it's all right. And all I could see was just this guy is at it again. But when I must like to be fair, when I watched, I went through. I obviously went through. It looks it looks interesting enough, although it does like hello, like well, the, as it's not really spoilers because it shows in the trailer. I'm jumping back and forward. It is like. Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day. Meets, what's that yeah. film on the on the train with with a Jake Gyllenhaal is it? Uh, film? Fuck. Uh. No, it's not called Fuck. I, oh, <laughs> that was that's by the same guy. I really like that. I like the the guy who did that. I, I never that saw was, it. Uh, I meant to watch it. You haven't seen it? No, um, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Uh. Oh, something time or something. Hang uh, on. Who can type fuck. fastest, huh? Uh. Type faster. No. Oh, oh. Source code. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Did you know, because that is a whole kind of, it's almost like, you know, the, the, the touchstone for these things are usually uh, Groundhog Day or Quantum Leap. Source code is kind of a mix of Groundhog Day and Quantum Leap. Mm -hmm. um, at the end of Source Code, Jake Gyllenhaal, mild spoilers, but he's on the phone to somebody, his dad or something like that, because he never... He can talk to him within the simulation or whatever. Yeah. And uh, it, his dad is uh, Dr. Sam Beckett himself. Um, oh, no way. Scott yeah, Bacula. yeah. What's his name? Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula, yeah. Nice. Which is kind of, that's a nice little touch, you know, they just got him in there. But, uh, yeah, but this, uh, this trailer looked good. Like, it's, it looked a bit Halo-ish as well, actually, when you think about movie and video games. Mm. The fight scenes. But, but, I mean, it's like when they start... Like it's this Nat, you know Nazis turn up, which obviously you got to expect, and then like a giant Norse god walks out of the sea, and it looks pretty fucking cool. Oh, I didn't see like that even bit. that effect didn't look too shabby. I didn't see that bit. I just saw him fighting loads of robots. You're not fighting robots. You get to, you didn't, did you get to the end of any trailer? <laughs> what? Yes. No. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I gave it some time. I'll answer that question as long as there's no follow-up questions. Yes, exactly. No, but I I, I like the bits where they're in London and stuff. That I like. Find it interesting. I don't like. There's no point for me watching a film about people, big giant robots fighting in a big desert, as it was at the start of the of the trailer. Yeah, they kind of shied That's away from showing the bad guys much, but then Emily Blunt's in it, so she's cool. And yeah, that, that guy was who's like interesting enough now. That, like, obviously she knew what was going on. He was like, "What's going on?" And then it's like, "Okay, obviously we'll have to wait about an hour and a half to find out what's going on." Yeah. You know? But uh, and you'll figure it out before Tom Cruise does. <sighs> probably. Ah, it looks decent. Yeah. I don't think I'd bother going to cinema to watch it now. I'll probably get DVD or something, but. Yeah. But uh, looks better than Oblivion. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you that. You haven't seen Oblivion. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to see it. We'll get you a column on the website. Snap judgments with average Dave. Listen, I ain't got time for for pondering. You just gotta make those judgments and go on. You know. Yeah. You know. Uh, in the Quentin Tarantino roundup, uh, you uh, you saw you've seen Dust Bowls on numerous times, right? Uh, yeah, a few times. Yeah, a few times. So it's been a while since I've seen it now, but uh, it's a good flick. Yeah. So Robert Rodriguez is producing a TV show for some uh, Latino network in the US. Did you hear about this? Uh, what about the new, about the remake of the, of the TV? It's, it's a TV show, and it's kind of it's because like in the TV in the movie it was what George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino are two the two brothers. 
And it yeah. was kind of a cool kind of crime drama up until the point the vampires appeared. Yeah, it was interesting because you didn't know exactly what they were on the run from or what they were doing. And then yeah. there was the family, where it was the Harvey Keitel and stuff. It was yeah, and interesting you say that because that interesting bit, they're going to fill all that shit in where they're <laughs> running from and everything else. But the two guys, just like, they don't even have a vibe. You couldn't no, say, I couldn't, oh, yeah. I, looking at it, it I looks, couldn't say, oh, that's the Clooney one. It looks, yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same haircut. It looks stupid. Yeah. There you go. Another snap judgment. It looks really bad. I don't I think I, I mean, it's, it's just a money-making thing, probably attach his name to it. Mm. He must be needing a few bob if he has to do that. I don't know. Well, Rob, I mean, Rodriguez, and I think he wants to kind of give back to the community or some bullshit, but like, he's done those Spy Kids movies for fuck's but sake. Was that those Robert Rodriguez or, or, or Quentin Tarantino? Or the Quentin Tarantino just, just uh, starring it? He's starring it, but I think he wrote some of it as well. Oh, okay. But like, Fucking Rodriguez did fucking Spy Kids, and those are just horrible, horrible, horrible films. Hmm. Like even his kids' movies, I think they're atrocious. Yeah, no, not my thing. No. Did you see uh, Django Unchained? I did. What'd you think? Yeah, it's all right. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was raving about Samuel L. Jackson. I found him very annoying. Did you? Yeah. But he was supposed to be. You're not supposed to root for the racist uh, black dude. <laughs> No, well, yeah, I, well, people were saying he was good in it and stuff. I just thought he was a bit annoying, that's all. Yeah. Well, yeah. Quentin Tarantino liked the Western genre so much, he was going to do another one called The Hateful Eight, mm. in a similar vein to The Magnificent Seven. Mm. So the script was leaked to, to somehow, so he gave it to six people. It was leaked during the week, so in, a, in, a, in the... You know, he's a, he's a grown man, so he's taking his ball and he's going home. So he's basically said that, right, I'm not going to do the movie now, fuck all of you. Yeah. But he only he knows he only gave it to six people, so he's gonna hunt. I think that could be the next movie he does is the movie of him hunting down who leaked it and killing them. He's he looks scary these days. Have you seen him? No, I haven't. No. Yeah, I think he's starting to look like any man now of Happy Gilmore. Which one? Jaws. Remember when Jaws uh, was in Happy Gilmore? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's starting to look like him. He's starting to grow out of his face, is he? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's something weird about his forehead and his chin that's just not right <laughs> they're trying to <laughs> run away from each other he is I don't know what it is he was on a few TV shows yeah I don't know I like him though I think he's good but I think that's just well, maybe he needs to beat the living shit out of those six people before coming back but I'd say he's well, I think he said one is Tim Roth and he said it wasn't Tim I think it was Tim Roth it was some Roth and I think he might have given one to uh, Michael Marsden because he likes to put him in stuff mm. and I think one was what's his name the guy who played the German in uh, Django, and he was uh, he was the Doctor French, he was Doctor Schultz in uh, Django Unchained, and he was in um, Inglorious Bastards. Christoph as well. Waltz. Christoph Waltz, that's the he's one. Brilliant. Yeah, I like him. He's very good. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, you saw him in uh, you saw Green Hornet. He's he's, he's, he he's pretty Hornet? fucking goofy in Green Hornet. Yeah, he's the bad guy in Green Hornet, not Green, Green Lantern. Horn. Green Hornet Green is your man Seth. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> forgettable film. Totally forgettable. <laughs> I like him. Yeah. Uh, 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 Wake up. Uh, I'm just looking at the news. <laughs> 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 this is all, this is great radio. Right, so I'll leave you to it. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> so have you, uh, have you seen any of these uh, Ask Me Anythings on Reddit that have popped up ever so often? No. Or are you even aware of Reddit? I'm, I've heard of people talking about it. Yeah, just like some the for, like forums. What's I don't quite know. It's like a big list, and you just vote things up if you think they're good. So the idea is that you go in there and you can see what's popular. But I I don't really have much of a handle on it. But when they do an 
they've done a few cool Ask Me Anythings over the years. Like they got Samuel L. Jackson to do one, and he, he, as part of it, in order to uh, raise cash, he said, "Write me a badass monologue." Oh, I think I saw that. And, and read it out. And and donate to a certain website, and I'll read it out in my tone, in my voice. So like people were using it for ringtones and shit, and it was pretty cool. Um. And they usually have a photo at the front of it, at the top of it, where they have a photo of the actual actor with a sign saying, "I'm whatever, Samuel L. Jackson, and this is the date, and I'm doing yeah, a yeah, yeah. So it's not just so they can know it's for real, <clears throat> exactly. So Bill Murray did one, and he seemed to be quite, you know, cool and into the whole thing. And he did a lot of stuff on it, and uh, he explained why in the world he did Garfield. Okay. He thought when he got the script, he saw it was by Joel Cohen. So that's Joel C O H E N. And he got halfway through the script and thought, well, no, it's, the, it's one of the Coen brothers, so it's going to be good, right? And, and he signed up it. based upon that. <laughs> so he thought it was from the makers of The Big Lebowski and only realized far too late what happened. And uh, apparently he tried to rewrite most of the script when he was in the recording booth because it was like, this is garbage, I can't say this crap. So even the, the shit movie that we got was based upon him trying to save it. Yeah, that was, yeah. And he made a second one, didn't he? Did he probably did, did he do the second one? Yeah, Taylor Two Kitties. So why did he do the second one? I think he was the. I think he was signed up for the first. It's one of those kind of contractual things. You sign up for the first one, you're stuck. Dig up, Bill. Dig up. Dig up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like what after the Avenger after the Avengers two, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is no longer contracted. Yeah, well, you probably well that's the thing. There's a lot of films. You probably just get sick as an actor. Like, what do you want to do when you get your middle age and you're looking what, for Oscars you want to be known for doing like 20 of once you've you filled your Scrooge McDuck money vault what else can <laughs> yeah. you do that's what I mean you probably just need to you know yeah he probably doesn't God bless him yeah God God bless Robert Downey Jr isn't he great uh, we'll finish off with some quick things so you know we, we, we're both good 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 fans of Clerks and Clerks too, right mm-hmm mm-hmm so, you know, you heard this. Did you even hear the story about Kevin Smith having a huff a couple of years back and quitting? Rage yeah, quitting. Yeah, it was the after industry. a cop out. Yeah. 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 He's like, oh, Which is I dog shit. Him. That movie's dog shit. Have you I'm seen retiring. it? Yeah, that was really bad. I couldn't believe that. It was, it was that bad. There was one scene at the start of it where they're, where they're doing some interrogation, I think it was, when it finally. Well, it wasn't finally, it was about in the first half an hour. Hit me how brutal the film was when they were doing. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Scene when they were doing, I don't know. They kept cutting like they were trying to rough some guy up, and they were kind of doing good cop bad cop or something. And mm. then, oh, it was just, it just was really awkward to watch. It was horrible. You kind yeah, of realize, oh, is that Bruce Willis doing that shit? Like that's diabolical. It's really bad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Myself and Gavin watched that on the flight to Comic Con, like the the, the long the long haul the, the longest haul of the hall of the mm. long haul flight. So it was Taipei to Los Angeles and. There's a lot of free booze drank on that flight. Well, like, have to be I can't drinking. believe this is so bad. You'd have to be drinking to that film. Yeah, well, we were. Every time there's something stupid happens, you have to drink. So we were, yeah. you know, comatose by the end of the flight. Yeah, but he was talking a while ago. Did you hear about what he's going to come back to do? He was, he's, he was talking about Clerks. He was going to do, sorry, he's going to do a hockey movie called Hit Something. Yeah, no, it's going to be a it's mini series. It's made into a TV show now. Yeah. Mm. And. He's, you know, he's, he's doing all his podcast shit. So he does one uh, smartcast with Scott Mosher that you got me into listening to a while ago. Yeah. Uh, I, I dip in and out of that one. I listen to some of the other ones like Hollywood Babylon and uh, Fat Man and Batman more. Yeah. But apparently there was some story on that they they, they just like fucking the smart the smartcast itself is just him and Scott Mosher getting stoned and being stupid. Yeah, that was the first one. I think I listened to more. There's a Jane Silent Bob Get Out, which is the main one I listened to. But I do go mm. back and forward. But. 
But uh, so apparently somebody somebody emailed him in about our, our Scott Mosier found the story about some guy looking for on Craigslist for someone to dress up as a walrus. Yeah, it was in Manchester. Like it was in England. It was some. Oh, it was in Manchester. It was in England. Yeah, I think it was Manchester. Oh wow. Yeah. Just so so they so they've made a like they made they've actually shot the movie already. It's called Tusk, yeah. and it's uh, Justin Long's going to be in it, and um, the sheriff from the beginning of. Um, from Dust Till Dawn is going to be in it as well I think his yeah. name is, I, think it's, I think that's Michael Parks is his name it started off being just them here talking about it on the podcast yeah and then, and then he, he decided of, to he, Kevin he wrote was, it over yeah Kevin Spoon was kind of retired and then he kind of said as he was jokingly talking about let's make wouldn't it be great if you could make the film and do this and do that and do this and then uh, he could have been told and thought about it and come back and go actually I might just make this film so yeah he's yeah. talking about it a lot on the podcast and um I think he's pretty because he's got to make it. It could even be made at this stage. Yeah, well, no, he's editing. I think he's, he edits as he goes along, so it's yeah. probably pretty close to it. He um, said he was. And then he, he's, on, he was. He was saying that he was that he was he was gonna he wasn't gonna do it in Manchester. He's gonna just do it in in in, in L.A. because a friend of his has some new theater that's having some work done, and it looks like there's some basement yes. or something that looks like it's the basement just was perfect for the, the 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 walrus lair but they were saying but why don't you do it in in a in manchester you'd be like you'd be like basically a true story and your man's kind of going i can't make this a true story that could have been just a joke article so he's like <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay okay let's just let's just say let's take it also he has he has some, he office. has some prior history with planes yeah exactly yeah but he's also so you've heard he's only clerks three then right yeah but he put that on hold to actually do this tusk yeah. he had Clerks 3 lined up first and then he was talking about about doing it and he was saying it's going to be a big blowout and loads of extras and telling everybody on the podcast and the audience that they can could come along and be extras once he puts the, the notice up on Twitter but then obviously this Tusk film must be quick and easy to make so he kind of said he'll do this first so yeah, yeah looking forward to Clerks 3 though so now apparently he's got another idea I'm not sure where this one came from but this one's called Helena Handbag yeah well, I haven't heard this though. it's the first two when you sent this to me it's the first I heard of yeah it. so apparently first of all it was going to be called Christzilla which is about the, the, the whole con- the, high con- the high concept for the movie is that um, the rapture happens and a giant rampaging Jesus is like has come down to earth so humans have to deal have to gang up with hell to kind of stop it mm-hmm so it's completely off the wall. Um, I don't know how they're going to make that cheap. I don't know how they're going to do giant Christ. Well, CGI. You can do, do cheap CGI, it's even better. Yeah. So I think it was, well, it's going to be called Christzilla or Holy Christ. God. <laughs> Holy yeah. Christ would be great. That, that's, yeah. It's better than Christzilla. Mm. <laughs> you have to put a few exclamation marks, though. Yeah, top down right, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, fair do some. But it's, it's kind of thing. I read his book a while ago and stuff like that. If he can do it, anyone fucking can. Lazy oaf sometimes. It's just like amazing the story he comes out with. Yeah, well, this is a very fast imagination, you know. Yeah. I will finish up with the trailer news this week with uh, a trailer for the Raid Two was shown at Sundance. Have you seen the? Or the, the trailer for the Raid came out. Raid Two came out for that. But yeah, uh, I haven't seen the. I haven't seen the Raid One. Yeah, you haven't yeah. seen it. You should definitely watch it. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the best martial arts films I've ever seen. Um, basically, these uh, Philip was it Filipino? Yeah, I think it's the Philippines. These cops go in. Uh, they go into this building that's run by. It's basically Dread. Have you seen Dread, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I actually only yeah. saw that a while ago. It's a similar storyline. They go in there, they get trapped, but like, there's a lot more cops, so a lot more cops get killed when, at the start of it. And like, it comes down to like insane like battles where the 
the whole floor is shredded or like, you know, was it somebody, someone throws a grenade in the room at one point and I think they just pick it up and throw it in the fridge they use them to block the door and it kind of blows out the other way and blows shit up or yeah. digging through walls so they can get down through floors to avoid being shot and some of the fight scenes, at one point, he kicks a guy, I think, and as the guy's falling, he smashes his head off the wall three times, like from head height to falling to hitting the floor, three bangs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. Because I know I because I've heard about it. I've heard about yeah. it. Yeah. And the yeah. first one looks amazing, and the second one now it turns out that the priest, the the cop from the first one, he's fucked because he kind of like there's a whole thing with his brothers in there somewhere, and you're not sure what his brother's loyalties lie. So for this second one. I think it picks up with the first one starts like yes you've just taken down a big a big crime lord but now everyone's going to want you so the only way to you know to do this is that you have to go pretend to be a criminal mm. or we'll arrest you anyway and you go into jail and you'll have to then join them on the inside and so it's basically before they were just trapped in this one building fighting everything yeah. now they're just going to fight everyone in Manila <laughs> so it just looks insane like just crazy there's a there's like a video footage of someone getting smashed by a car that looks more you're talking about effects and stuff it looks more you know Wince inducing than actually some of the more special effects shit you see. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw that second trailer. The second trailer was some serious beatdowns. Yeah, so should definitely check it out. So moving on to our stuff of the week. So we got a couple of different things. Uh, Gavin's not here to give us Gavin's toy of the week, so we just we scoured the internet for rubbish crap that you can clutter up your life with. Uh, first off, I think we have to talk about fucking Sharktacons. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. So anyone who remembers the. Was it 1986 or 94? When, when did it? No, it was 86, wasn't it? 86 when the Transformers movie came out? Oh, that was old school, yeah. Transformers the movie. Yeah, Transformers the movie. The not movie, Transformers. I have to have the movie. Yeah. Um, they had these awesome, like, weird robot thingies. Like, it wasn't really clear in that movie where everyone in the universe was a robot apart from the humans or what, but there was just random robots everywhere. 86. Um, 86, was it? But yeah. the Sharktacons were badass. They were like... I do remember there were toys or something at back at the time because I remember seeing something about them. Not seeing the toys, but seeing things about them in latter days. Like in the show, they're all just piranha land monsters. But in the like in in, in the toy, they actually did turn into something. But these just look badass. Yeah, they were in like the belly of the planet, wasn't it? When they're all getting destroyed. No, they were hanging out on the Quintessons planet because they were just Quintessons oh, of those like the Lots multiple face bastards. Remember the 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 the, the Bow Wow Ninny Bop guys? You're thinking of. That was Eric Idle. That was Eric Idle, yeah, as Rick Gar. My favourite Eric Idle performance. Yeah, he's not annoying at all. Um, <laughs> Some big names in that show. Yeah, I mean, fucking Orson Welles, Unicron in his last role. Yeah. <laughs> that may sound bad, but it's not. Fucking um, Leonard Nimoy was Galvatron. Yeah. It's so insane. Big but uh, I mean, these look these look actually like proper cool, like pretty cool fucking toys. So I saw these on a comic book shop in Dublin that seems to sell like all this shit. I mean, if you can't, don't bring your kids to this shop, it fucking yeah. From the picture, it looks like a hundred euro. Yeah, it's a hundred euro. But are they official? Oh yeah, they're official. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't seen them anywhere else. Can, I mean, can I have, you see a, a, like a proper logo anywhere? No, but yeah. I mean, the, uh, it looks yeah. it probably is it probably is official. Probably is. But yeah, they're just badass. I put up a photo to it and you can buy them. But I think Gavin was serious when he asked you to get him a set. <laughs> 100 euro. Yeah. Going, going shy. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's good for it. Yeah, he's good for it. He tell you, tell you what, you tell Gav if he wires me the money. He wires you the he money to go me. get it. 
non-consecutive bills. <laughs> <laughs> no die packs, no funny stuff. Including delivery. Yeah. I will send them one. I will send the pack yeah. over. Cool. Uh, there's another thing, a t-shirt I came across a while ago, a t-shirt store. Redbubble at the moment is a, a website that is a haven for copyright infringing t-shirts. People are selling all sorts of shit in there and no one really seems to be doing anything about it. So that's fine if you're... Are they all, I thought they were copyrighted, no? No, they're all copyrighted. They're all copyrighted stuff. But people who are doing them aren't. Already. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're just getting money for themselves. So. Um, Never mind. I mean, you can kind of, in some cases, you can kind of get away with it if it's like um, under fair use or under parody. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can kind of get away with that. It's like this hasn't really been tested yet. But in the U.S. court system, I think if you do a parody of something, like if you have the exact same music from Rebecca Black's Friday, but you change the lyrics to make. Mo- you know, make a mockery of it, then Saturday. that's allowed. Yeah, that's allowed. Like, like her second song, just called Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> you heard the other one, Chinese food, right? No. Nope. Oh, did you know? It's, a, it's the same guy who did the back, who does the, the what you call it, um, he writes the, he writes and produces the music for these girls, because he, he has a, a business, basically. So parent, okay. rich parents pay him to um, produce a song, get their girls to produce a song, get them on TV at least once. All right. And one of them, so there was Friday, there was Saturday, there was one other one, and then there was this one that was like, I like Chinese food. Was there? Nice. Yeah, you never heard that? No. Obviously it's not. It's fucking successful. atrocious. It's just, it's just listing the fucking menu. <laughs> yeah, no. He's definitely run out of ideas for that one. Yeah, so back to Redbubble, essentially. They're just, this slightly wrong t shirt shop I just find <laughs> hilarious is that they just put, they've got all these t shirts that are, these, are like from. Are these, these are actually from Redbubble. Yeah, no, wait, Redbubble is like, it's like, uh, you know the way YouTube gets away with a lot of stuff, or used to get away with a lot of stuff, because they're, they're just hosting the videos, yeah. they're not making them, so, these are so the people like making the videos are responsible. Between, okay. So <laughs> similar to that, this is kind of similar, like Redbubble aren't selling this, it's an artist page, like Redbubble is supposed to be for, like if I draw a really cool logo of something, I can upload it there and sell it as a t-shirt. Yeah. It's it just so happens that a lot of people are using copyright But these, you have to put the link up to this, because these are brilliant. Yeah, I think I mean, you'd almost, pre- almost prefer these than the original. Yeah, because it's just because it's so wrong. Like the yeah. looks you would get from people would just be hilarious. Like Alan. <laughs> yeah, you can guess what Alan is. What movie yeah, is Alan? Uh, so yeah, I guess the movie is like it's it's Alan, and then what's the tagline underneath? In, in space, space, no one can hear you. You scream in space. <laughs> in space, no one can hear you in space. Yeah, are they got the Ghostbusters? No one can hear you in space. Oh, they got the, the Ghostbusters sitting there with who are you going to telephone? <laughs> Zippity do that motherfucker. Yeah, from Die Hard. I think that's a, that's a that's pretty up there. <laughs> Although, just get to the helicopter is pretty good when Arnie from Commando yeah. said, get to the chopper. Yeah, or brilliant for Bill and Ted. Of yeah, that's pretty good. Just brilliant is pretty cool. It's, it's like, it's just, they just got these slightly off-center. Or you're going to need, the ones on the website they have for Jaws, they have, you're going to need a big boat. Big boat. <laughs> yeah. Robot cop. Part man, <coughs> it's part machine, also part cop. Yeah, part cop. It's like it's like that idiot friend of yours who wasn't really listening at the cinema, and they just put together some shit. They also right. have a three hundred one that says, "Tonight we eat at home." <laughs> yeah, no, I think there's definitely a market for them. Hmm. I think it's there, but they're pretty funny. So I mean, some of them might be not so good as T-shirts, but as posters, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even know. I never knew these were existed. About Red Bubble? No, I know about them, but I tell you, you'd be, you might have got a different birthday present. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, You're a few weeks too late. 
as was, as am I. Never mind. Moving on. Yeah. So yeah, so obviously, yeah, we should have mentioned earlier. Dave and myself grew up together, so that's why we do have a certain fondness for Transformers the movie, and also <laughs> for Ghostbusters two, which I think yep. Within a, within a year of it coming out, we had each seen it six times for some stupid reason. Yeah, I got up to like 16 to 20 times eventually. <laughs> eventually, yeah, we're in the same line. We wore that VHS out. Yeah, I mean, we would we would just talk to each other in lines of it for some reason, even though the first one's way better. Uh, yeah, you say that, but I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I mean, the first one hasn't I mean, got what? Statue of Liberty walking through New York. Yeah, or was it Mood Slime? Mood Slime. Vigo. Making the toaster dance. Yeah, yeah, what's his name? What's that guy's name, actually? The guy who played Biscuit and Ali McBeal and oh. everything. Oh, I don't know. Lord Vigo. He's brilliant. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was, he, I mean it, was, it was mostly him, because that was mostly what we were doing for the whole time, was just talking to each other in his lines. <laughs> A child. A child. <laughs> yeah, no. He's, he was Ma- Peter McNichols' his name. He was Dr. Janosch Pohas. Like, Janosch. Janosch, yeah. But so yeah, the whole point of that movie is there's a painting of Vigo the Carpathian, Vigo the Destroyer, Vigo the Promiser of Hell, whatever, and it possesses people, and someone's selling movie props of it. Yeah. So it's a one-to-one life-size Ghostbusters two movie prop. So it's four foot by seven foot. It's a good price, though. Yeah, it's 101 euros or 135 US dollars or 463 euro uh, ring ringgits. So. But it, it's, I mean, it looks pretty fucking good. I mean, it could be, it's an Etsy listing, so I don't know whether, like, it's a movie print, it's a print of it, I guess, but... It's, it's massive, though. It's the same size, real, real life size. Yeah, yeah. Which is exactly I mean, put, why it, was, it would cost a hundred, over a hundred euro to get it delivered. Yeah, shipping would be a fucking nightmare. No, it is, because I found out. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was this going to be the centerpiece for your living room downstairs? Ah, uh, you know, it's... It's easier to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. It's all <laughs> It's like, and once, and once you've got the painting, then you're going to have to get the Janosch statue to go with you. Yes. Well, you know, one thing at a time. The creepy one of with him as a ghost with the long arms and the yeah. pram for the baby. No, the chap said it, it is quite big and it's going in a rather large tube. It, is, it would be cost rather a lot to send it over to you. It's like, sure. okay, fair enough. Thanks anyway. Fuck. You asked them? Yeah, I emailed them. <laughs> <laughs> I told email not, not so average Dave with his obsession with Ghostbusters 2 paintings. Well, it's just random <laughs> shit, like, wasn't it? Yeah. I can't even remember the name of the, the guy. What's fucking... Oh, I have the email there somewhere. I'll put a link up anyway, so if anyone wants to get a copy of it. But yeah, yeah it's pretty It's pretty fucking awesome. It's, it's, it's class. It's, you know... I like it. I there was like someone, I'm not sure it was a, a behind the scenes booker or the making of or something like that, but somebody put up uh, during the week, I didn't put this in the news, but behind the scenes of Ghostbusters, some like candid shots of the, the cast and crew just around the place. Okay. You didn't see this at all? I, I think no. I put it up on my Facebook for somebody. You didn't see it? What, the second Ghostbusters? First one. No, no. So it has like shots of like the guy inside the, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man with his head off or right, you know, cool. the people animating uh, Slimer. Although they called him the Potato Head instead of Slimer, which was weird. I don't As know. he later became. Some of that was probably CG though, wasn't it? Does that, that green glow around him. Well, that, that wasn't CG back then. They were actually just painting shit on, weren't they? Well, he probably was painting it on, yeah. But it was, it was probably, mm. probably brown enough, I'd say. Yeah. There's some cool, there's some cool photos. They're mostly black and white, but some cool photos. I'll send you the link anyway. It's pretty cool. Mm. I'll put that up on the website as well. 
But yeah, um, if you would like to email us, you can email us at podcast at com. Dot com. Well, you're supposed to repeat the email out to me. Oh, am I? Is that what Gavin does? That's the thing we do. Come on, I'm man. I'm not like, Gavin, Ian. Get over it. I know, but Jesus. you listen to the show. You listen to the show. Sorry. It's not that you're, Dave, it's not that you're not Gavin. It's that he's not you. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. That's podcast at me, at me, at me, at me, at me Thank you. Podcast, podcast at me, Let us know what you think, or you can tweet us as well. Uh, let us know if uh, you like what we're doing. I'm like Nasty Prime on Twitter. I'm Dark Star Dave. It's out there now, Dave. You're going to get a torrent of nothing. It's okay. It's okay. I'm used to that. Cool. <laughs> uh, oh, so just, yeah, just a quick note. Uh, I was, uh, last weekend, I was at a loose end, so I watched... Have you ever heard a cartoon called Gravity Falls? No. It's like a Disney version of um, Twin Peaks. Okay, oh, Twin Peaks. Yeah, and the girl... You know Kirsten Schaal from... Um, the 30 Rock and uh, Flight of the Concords, the freaky girl with the kind of weird mouth. She's been in everything now. She's the daughter Kirsten. in... Uh, she's Flight Louise in Bob's yeah. Burgers. Kirsten Schall. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. So she's the, the daughter character in this, but they're like... It's just this out, this weird Gravity Falls sound. But I was tweeting about that um, as I was watching it, and uh, apparently Tony's a big fan. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. <laughs> sure he piped I got up the, all right. I, I got the nicest tweets for those. Yeah, for no one knows this, but I, I, most I think most I get from him is just abuse. abuse. Yeah, abuse. usually 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 for my uh, runkeeper tweeted um, jogging stats in the gym. Where he's just like suck it up and be a man and crap. But he was actually like he actually was you know making comments about the show in a good way, and I was like, wow, this is the most normal conversation <laughs> I've ever had with Tony ever. Well, maybe it just, but maybe he kind of fell asleep before he got to the got to the abuse. Could be, could be. So we'll move on to our review section. Uh, starting off, I'll go first, all right, with um, Aaron Eckhart in I, Frankenstein. Yeah. This is an awful piece of shit. <laughs> it's, really, it's really hard. My, my girlfriend got really annoyed at me yesterday because I was so, like, down on this creative endeavor. She's like, but I'm sure they were trying to do something good. And I was like, no. That, that this this is so badly made, like it's it can only have been on purpose. So it stars Aaron Eckhart, who's um, Frankenstein's monster, and it picks off with the old with the Frank the original Mary Shelley book kind of ends where Doctor Frankenstein is chasing Frankenstein through the frozen the generic frozen north. No, nothing in this fucking nowhere in this movie is named. So he's just okay. chasing him around the, the Arctic or something like that. Victor Carks it. Frankenstein comes back to bury him in the family plot and he's attacked by people who he's like, who the fuck are these guys? And then they handily burn their own faces off to reveal their demons. Burn their faces off? Yeah, their faces just kind of evaporate in a flame and they do this whenever anyone around them doesn't believe them or needs to realize they're not just dudes. Like, it's, one, it's endemic of the whole film is like, right, we need some way for Frankenstein to know they're not human, right? Their faces just melt off and also underneath they just look like the Wishmaster. You know those terrible movies, The Wishmaster? The Wishmaster. Have you heard of them? No. So they're almost they're in the same kind of region, supposedly, as Leprechaun movies. Oh, okay. Uh, sure, we know a lot about them, don't we? Ah, oh, sure we do. No, but you know, like The Leprechaun, those horror movies with yeah, terrible. Warwick Davis in them. Yeah. yeah. So Wishmaster's kind of similar, apparently. So uh, they all look like this kind of weird, like they've all got thick bones or horns kind of at the back, but just crap. Like, just really badly designed bullshit. 
And he gets swept away by this giant stone fucking gargoyle and then taken to Miranda Otto, who was in uh, The Lord of the Rings. And okay. she's basically then just does a five-minute info dump of the Archangel Michael trusted, entrusted an order of gargoyles who, they're rocky gargoyles, but when they sweep their wings in front of them, they turn into actors so that they can do their lines without having to lip-sync the CGI. Okay. That's a big... And she explains that they're fighting, I think it's 667, I didn't catch it, because they're literally just like, she spoke non-stop for five minutes about the bullshit backstory of this movie. Okay. Like, was there was that not no in the no, I mean, they just <laughs> why, straight away. Why like, did you want like, to watch it? Because I was going to review it for this podcast. It's got to be Stick better, with the program. Go on. But then, so after this, he gets the whole he gets the whole four one one of the situation. He's like, right, well, that sucks. Give me some weapons. I'm off because you can only kill demons with special. You got to draw a cross on your blade. And he's like, so he pisses off again for three hundred fucking years. He hides in the woods, and then he gets attacked by three demons. And because of that, he decides he's going to wipe out all of demon kind. That's a good that's, thing, though. Yeah, I, that's a good thing, but it's a really bad motivation. It's just like, oh, I was doing fine doing nothing, and now you've attacked me, so I'm going to go kill all of you. And I'm going to go back to the exact same city where I'm at the Gargoyles and just try and you know, kill these shits, and then stuff happens. Like, everything in this movie, it's, 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 so, it's so bad, it's hard for me to articulate how bad it is. Dude, I'm feeling the bad for you right now. I'm feeling bad for you right now. You look pretty sad just talking about this. I am. It's really sad that I had to sit through this thing, <laughs> and I really, I really, I really worry about Aaron, uh, Aaron Eckhart. And as well as that, it's like Jai Courtney plays one of the. the <clears throat> this guy Jai Courtney plays one of the gargoyles, and he's the guy who played Bruce Willis's son in Die Hard Five. So he's got to get. He's got to start picking better. His career's over. He needs to go be a mailman or something. Yeah. Like this is two flops and two. This is going to be. I think at the moment it's got three percent on IMDb. Uh, it's made by the, some of the same producers that did Underworld, and uh, the writer, the director of it, directed like uh, wrote some of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Mm. But everything's just kind of set out in A to B to C fashion. A prime example is that uh, Evan Strahovski's in it, so you'll probably watch it. Uh, mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's not selling it to me. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like in the in the she's a scientist supposedly working on regeneration for the demons, right? And it's no fucking surprise who the demons are. But okay. she's like when she's appearing, she's just wearing like a normal like lab coat, blouse, skirt, and sensible flat shoes. So she changes out of her those clothes in the office into kind of skin tight, sexy jeans and a pair of like action boots because there's an action scene coming. Like that's literally why she changes. There's no other. I mean, she could have just dressed like that for the office anyway. She, she has to change her clothes because otherwise she'll scuff her knees in the next action scene that's going to happen in a minute. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can notice it. You know it's like mean? they didn't—they didn't even think out everything. It's like they—like you know—it's like they—they they wrote like three pages of dialogue or, or three pages of the script, went away, came back, wrote another three more, and didn't look at the previous three to remind themselves where they got to. <laughs> yeah. And that happens throughout. Like he get, like Frankenstein goes back to places over and over again. He's after the book for some reason, but not really. The strength levels go all over the place. Like he fucking jumps through a subway, a hole, lands on a subway train with no fucking problem, and then later on he gets into a bit of a fight and he has a scratch on his back. Do you know why he has a scratch on his back? Why? Because he needs to have a heart to heart with Von Strahovski while she sews up the scratch on his back. Oh, okay, yeah. So it, it kinda it goes in that bit by bit way. Like, it's literally... Reading the script would be more entertaining. Yeah, it's like, like they I, made I it as they went along and then they kind of realised that they fucked up and had to go back and... No, that's it. They didn't go back. Oh. They just left. 
And as I, I started laughing later on in the movie because I started, you know, when I could see something that's like, oh, this is signposting something's going to happen like in two scenes time. Straight away, you can see it. Yeah. Um, at one point, like, Franken's the monster gets the thing he wants and he's in this lab and he's kind of, a lot of these bad guys are coming and he wants to just gra- snatch and grab and get out of there. He's not there for any other particular reason apart from to get this book. And he's got the book, right? Hmm. So he's looking around for a place to exit, to get escape and he can't and all the guys are blocking all the, all the exits and you can see he's, he's got his back against the wall, right? The camera then pans around a bit and his back is not against the wall. There's a giant fucking window behind him. No way. But he doesn't jump through it until Bill Nye's come out and given his big speech. Big what? Speech. Oh, speech. <laughs> yeah, Bill, because Bill, Bill Nye's in it in the same... He's basically phoning in. He doesn't even phone in the same uh, performance. He faxes it over. Okay. The same performance as he did in Underworld. So... You know, Frankenstein casually hangs out until Bill Nye finishes his whole speech and then he jumps out the window. It's just like... You just saw earlier. Come up with a better way. He should have come up with it earlier or come up with a better way for like maybe fight four guys and jump through the window at the other end of the room or something. Just like, it's that kind of laziness kind of in a way. Yeah, it's... It it's trash, it's crap, it's trash. I shouldn't be wasting this much time on it. It's just that like... <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but the it's one thing I noticed m- about it is when I clicked on the link to see what this film was all about, I was like, yeah. oh look, Ian sent me the link for Star Trek Into Darkness. What? The cover. What link? That, the, the cover of the, of the movie, the poster. Don't think it looks like Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh, a bit, yeah, yeah. Your man Benedict Cumberbatch, whatever his name is. Cumberbatch, yeah. He looks the exact same. Have you seen Abraham, Va- uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? No. Oh, it's fun. I'm not, I'm not big on vampires, zombies, Frankensteins. Frankenstein's big giant monsters <laughs> Godzilla's Godzilla's Frankenstein's yeah pluralizing don't what you are big on what you, what, you, what you are big on is pluralizing words that are generally singular <laughs> exactly he's got an army of Frankenstein's and Godzilla's behind him <laughs> like Iron Man guy build a robot like I can believe that you know yeah uh, you know yeah Robot. But this is just, it's annoying. It's just, it's, have you seen, what about Underworld? I mean, or, unless it's got Kate Beckinsale on you, you'll be alright with yeah. that, right? I don't know, I haven't seen that either. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, well, this sucks balls. Don't put, don't put them in your mouth. Don't watch it. Just, it's fucking awful. And the other thing that's very striking about it is there's no fucking humor in it at all. Like, not a single joke at all, as far as I I mean, I started laughing at it when I, like I said, I could see that something was going to happen, obviously. Mm. But just, no. Fucking. Were you drinking? Like at one point. Him? No, I was in the fucking cinema. It was a press screening. So one, <laughs> at one point, at one, I can go yeah. on listing laundry. At one point, like I just, you know, you, you know, the movies lost you when you're looking for the flaws, right? You know what I mean? You're no longer, yeah. You're no longer being carried along by the movie. You're just picking. You're just lo- lo- waiting for the next thing to laugh at. Like he's in a room, in a in a in like a, 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 a normal office building or something like that, and there's a door, and he looks through the door, and there's a big cavern, and when he walks into that big cavern, that's where the plot is, kind of. Okay. But so it's a huge underground cavern and it's full of certain things and it like it stretches on in almost every direction for miles apparently so then the camera kind of pans up and he's in the middle of it and there's no window or door where he came from to be seen for miles okay. do you know what I mean it's kind of that kind of lazy bullshit again and even like oh fuck it let what it go you watch let it let go, it go. that's it, let it you go never on. have to talk about it again well I will I'll just bring it up as like <laughs> an <laughs> example piss of people off Crap, yeah. It's fucking Jesus Christ. Anyway, what you watch? Oh yeah, what did I watch? Where do I start? I'll, I watched 
uh, The Purge. Right. Which isn't actually a film that I normally watch, but I don't know. Because I, I it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> no monsters in The Purge. No monsters Spoilers. in The Purge. Or are there? Oh, or are there? Well, there? Aren't we the monsters? Then. Aren't we the monsters really now when you think about it? Yeah, no, I don't know where I heard it. I don't know if I heard it off you or another podcast. Heaven forbid mm. I listen to. Another one. But, uh, they, um, yeah, I think it's set in the year 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, civilization is all hunky-dory and there's no crime. But, mm-hmm. to let people get their aggression out once a year, they have a day called Purge, or it's probably called something different I don't think they call it they call it something else they call it cleansing it's, or something it's, stupid and creepy. it's not called the purge like in the movie it's not, they don't say the name of the movie in the movie I no they must say it but I think they call it something else as well that'd be weird the movie's supposed to be called the cleanse let me just start by saying I wasn't expecting an awful lot from this movie <laughs> did you know anything about it I was just like it's the purge it's about I, like I, I it's about someone who they hear that people can just go crazy and kill everyone yeah and I thought that was an and interesting that's, and, idea and, that's, and you're like I'm average Dave that's right up my street <laughs> well you know <laughs> go <on. laughs> let's do something different so yeah, yeah it, was, it was yeah I said I'd, I said I'd give it a go so mm-hmm. and I said Jesus, think, think of all the possibilities they could do with this film you know yeah but that he didn't. But anyway. Oh no. Uh, had oh. Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. It's basically based on a family in the state. Mm-hmm. And Ethan Hawke is the dad. Elena Hadley. Hadley out of the. She's out of the. Oh, Judge Dredd. The new Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. And uh, two annoying kids. Two annoying kids. Before. Yes. And basically it starts back coming back. It's on the radio. He's coming in. in. He's, it, they make it sound like well, he, he's some kind of salesman. And it turns out mm-hmm. he's a salesman for, these, for a security firm. That, um, ah. Yes. For the situations just like this. Uh-huh. And uh, he sells... Uh, basically, he sells security like house lockdown systems. And he sold it all to all the neighbourhood and everyone. And he's chuffed himself because he made a big sale today and whatever. But he's, basically, as he's pulling in, he says hello to some neighbours and they give him skull. He gives him a dirty look. Turns out he's got a big massive house because he he's had to take in all the money off the neighbours for this security mm-hmm. system. So anyway, they have dinner and the dad, they, they're just a bit of a family chit-chat going on and whatever else. And there's a few bits on TV and bits and bobs that they'd have to kind of show what's coming up. And everyone knows it's the purges tonight and whatever and lockdown from, I think it's 7 o'clock or something. From 7, mm. I think, at night till 7 in the morning. And um, so anyway, they they have the meeting and uh, there's basically they, there's a, a section where the daughter's I don't want to go too much into it, but the daughter's son or the daughter's boyfriend is over for some reason that but you can't be in the house. Typical kind of crap with, oh, if your dad finds me, he'll kill me kind of thing. Uh-huh. So he, um, anyway, there's that kind of dynamic to it, but he fecks off anyway, and the house goes into lockdown. All right. And your man pushes the button, brings down all the shutters, grand, and you have a kind of kind of panic room or control room. And uh, so they all just sit down, and your one, it all comes creepily normal. Your one, the, mo- the mother goes on the, the old treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> no, bizarre. And the kids kind of sit in the room and play. Like think that, that the girl probably sits and listens to music. The 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 fella, he's a bit younger, plays his Xbox or something or games, and the dad sits down. But the at some stage, the kid is walking around about a few hours into it, and he sees mm-hmm. something moving on the screen on the security camera, and of course mm-hmm. he can't help but go over and have a look what's going on. Yeah, fuck kid, fucking kids. Yeah, you know what I mean. You see these things, you scream at the TV, and the kid doesn't listen. 
So yeah. the kid goes over, he sees something outside his gate and he's like, ooh, what's that? So he goes over and he, of course the dad isn't in the room at the time. He flicks on the sound and he hears this uh, fella outside going, help me, help me, help me. They're after me, they're after me. Which is the whole idea, pretty much. Yeah. But the kid decides to have a conscience. And he's sitting no, there. No. So you look at the kid, looking at the screen, look at the screen, look at the kid, look at the screen. You know, and you're kind of going. You can look just around the eyes, not into the eyes. You can see what's happening. Yeah. And then um, eventually then the kid kind of looks around and goes, oh, what will I do? And then you see people coming up the road, marching after him. So pretty much the kid then, you know, stupidly flicks the switch, opens the front door and uh, runs to the hall and calls. <laughs> this, is brilliant the secu- this is brilliant security system, by the way. <laughs> the yeah. kid can open the front door and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, runs to the front door and screams at the fella to... T- to to get in, um, and yeah. just then Ethan Hawke comes down. Go, what are you doing? Hits the the switch back on, but the guy gets back into the house, and then yeah. you have the whole dilemma basically of who the fuck is this guy in the house? Yeah. And what did he do? And what's he about? He and who's coming to get him? I don't want to go too much into it, but um, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's not the, 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 that's not the main part of it. There's basically then a, boot, a bunch of bad people turn up, knock on the door, yeah. and say, "We want that fella." Mm. You know, and uh, they go, they kind of go, uh, no, you're not getting them. And they go, okay, mm-hmm. we're coming in, we're going to get a car and pull down the doors. And the wife goes, ha, you can do all you want, our house is impenetrable. At that stage, Ethan Hawk pulls her aside and goes, uh, actually, honey, uh, house isn't that impenetrable. No one's just oh, ever really? really tried it, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, just fuck. like, uh, what do you mean it's not impenetrable? So it's like, made out of paper mache. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, we got bars and metal, but, you know, if they were to bring up a Jeep, and they'd probably rip the doors off. And she's like, what? So anyway, these guys threatened to bring up a Jeep. <laughs> and, um, yeah, there's a whole story of whether they <laughs> whether they let the guy out or they, yeah. or they break in. But in the meantime, mm. the people outside cut the power to the house. Ah. And the house must be, like, the biggest mansion in the world because they couldn't, because everyone gets scared shitless. The daughter takes off, the son takes off, the mother takes off, and they all end up in different parts of the house and keep finding each other. But this, <laughs> but this other fella is a little lost in the house, and they have to try and find him. So there's a whole, basically, there's about an hour and a half of people running around the house, bumping into shit in the dark. That's it. Hide and go, hide and go seek the movie. That's it. A few twists and turns <laughs> at the end, and you're kind of going, "This is what it boils down to." This idea it came down to just people trying to find an enemy in the house, where there's people outside trying to get him and come yeah. in. It's just a bit. So it was enjoyable? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even though I did a lot of screaming at the telly. And then you can kind of... Just, yeah. you know, but not in horror. It's just like yeah, annoyance. I'm not, I don't really go for those films, but it was. But then as it went on, you just got a bit more pissed off and saw how stupid it was and just realised exactly what it was. Just people bumping into stuff and trying to get cheap scares. Like, trying to yeah. find... Is, is, your, is your man in this room? They're kind of going around. You have one ho- a gun in the house knocking over lamps and scaring. And then, oh, no, it's a cat or something like that. It's just... I was just going to say, oh no, it's the cat, so they actually did that, that's a classic. <laughs> I think so, there's something like that, it might not be the cat, but it was, the kid had this creepy little, um, this is what made it kind of weird, he had like an old kind of, like a remote control car with like a mm-hmm. doll, like a, like the upper half of a baby's doll, mm-hmm. on top of it with a kind of, the baby's doll looked like it had been burnt or scarred and had like a little Terminator eye, it was basically like, so he's, web, like he's like Sid, he's like Sid from Toy Story. Yeah, it was basically like a webcam on wheels that the kid was driving around doing the same thing as a cat would be like, you know. What a prick! But yeah, uh, it was—it's interesting. I don't know if you'd—I uh, probably wouldn't watch it again now. But it was just a shame that it seemed to be an interesting enough idea, but they just made it about falling over furniture in the dark. 
<laughs> much. <laughs> you know. And is at it, the end of it, it I had a couple of. I did have a couple of crazy kind of. Well, a couple of like the end. I won't say what I say, but the end of it. Yeah. The end of it is good only because it's a bit of a fuck you. But um, it's it's it's. Yeah, if you watch the first half an hour and then skip to like the last ten minutes. It's a good movie. You'd be happy enough with it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Mm. Uh, another one I saw before Christmas, but we didn't get a chance to do a podcast of, was The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. You heard of this? Yeah, I, I, I've never... I've heard of this before, and I've never... I know there's a book or something, wasn't there? There's a famous book. No, do you remember... Uh, it? There's a book, and then there was there was a movie which I've never seen, but Danny Kaye was in it. Do you remember Danny Kaye? Oh. Like it, was a, it was one of those 1950s, 60s movies. Sounds old. That you, that you get on BBC... Um, fuck... You get on BBC, um, like on Saturday afternoons kind of stuff. Mm. I mean, I don't, I can't remember what else he was in. He's in loads of shit, I think. But um, he's a weird, funny-looking dude, Daniel Danny Kay. He's in White Christmas and stuff like that. Like hung out with Bing Crosby and the like. Okay. But uh, yeah, well, no, he's he was a song and dance man. Yeah, but, um, it's about the character, yeah. isn't it, Walter Mitty? Yeah. But I've no idea about that. I've no idea what that book was or this film's about. In this film, <clears throat> Ben Stiller works at Life magazine. So it's, written, it's directed and uh, starring Ben Stiller. Um, a lot of people over here now, because this came out just before Christmas here, uh, a lot of people, my friends, have seen it and really thought it was amazing and uh, you know, world changing. A lot of people who work in the film industry said it was that, all that kind of stuff. I kind of came away from a cold. I just I felt like it wanted to be like you know, the most uplifting film ever, and because I wasn't uplifted, then I kind of felt cheated in a way. It's all, um, all the shit, not to go out to spoil on, it's all the, sh- the shit in his head. Does he actually no, not all of it. No. So this is the thing, so, it starts off, and he's a boring, grey little man, and uh, like, even his, uh, even his dating profile, online dating profile, has like, no nothing in there under achievements, he's just been working away, but he manages the photos for Life magazine, which is generally a photo magazine, so, yeah. The last issue, uh, they're, they're shutting down the, the print arm. The last issue, Sean Penn sending in a cool photo that will probably be the best cover ever for the last issue, and uh, Mitty loses it, or it's not, it's not, it's not in the envelope thing when he gets it. Mm-hmm. So he kind of does spend his just that's his boring job, and he kind of keeps daydreaming about hanging out with Kirsten Wiig's character, or you know, beating up um, Adam Scott. Is it is that what's called? Adam, yeah, Adam Scott? Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Oh, I like him. From Torque. Yeah, from Torque, baby. <laughs> party on. We, 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 we probably should have just, we probably should have actually just done a rewatch and a, and a, and a we should have done a bad drinky drink. We should, drink we, should, we, should do a, we should just do a commentary for Torque. Torque. Torque, so awesome. Except for the, the bike chases, yeah, that's silly. Yeah, but did you, did you see that photo I put online of Adam Scott with a huge key in his hand? Yeah, going into the ignition, yeah, yeah. The yeah, that's, it was, it was a camera trick, for some reason he had to hold a giant key and it looks hilarious. But, um, so he just and he just has a weird beard for no reason, but a lot of it is like fantasy worlds where he's like, you know, he's amazing, so he can talk to Kirsten Wig, or he beats up Adam Scott like in this over the over the top fucking kind of superhero thingy. Mm-hmm. But eventually he realizes that he needs to go find Sean Penn and find out what his picture is. And <clears throat> Sean Penn likes working with Walter Mitty because he's he goes off the grid and Walter pulls it together, so no one else can get in contact with him. He doesn't have a phone number. And he just no no one knows exactly what he what project he's working on. Real life, Sean travel. Penn. Well, no, it's not Sean Penn. He's, he's got a character name. I <laughs> okay. I thought, well, you said Life Magazine. I thought it was like you know what kind they're using, you know, real. Like why would you use? Okay, never mind. <laughs> it's Sean Penn. So anyway, 
So, but no one knows where he is, so it's very hard to find. And it's like they have an idea. Like he's got a few photos that were in the camera along with the missing photos, so he kind of can, you know, backtrack shit. Mm. So it's Sean O'Connell. He's even painting his own name. Sean Penn is Sean O'Connell. So Mitty goes off to meet him. So he does kind of, as the movie goes on, the flights of the fantasy disappear a lot more into more into real cool stuff happening. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it comes down to, like, he gets a realization that, you know, it's really, you realize that because of shit that happened when he was younger, he's kind of given up on his dreams and there's no reason why he can't. But uh, you follow his dreams now. The thing is, like, the movie kind of ends on a down note. Like, he's kind of broken stuff and not really in a good place but personally he's in a good place but professionally he's in no place um, and littered throughout this movie there's just weird product placement like it's fucking everywhere well that's what I'm saying uh, if you had Life Magazine they're obviously getting a few bob so they got well that's, I don't know because Life Magazine stopped being Life Magazine in 1996 I think it was when I looked it up I think uh, they stopped or 99 maybe even they stopped being online they stopped being prints a long time ago not even today and um but like there's a, there's, a, there's a pizza chain in it that's referenced very clearly even one in Iceland and it's like it, that one's a bit negative but there's an online dating system and it's kind of a, a bit of a gag that you know he doesn't have any likes or dislikes or achievements or things like that kind of stuff right mm. but they actually use a real dating system you know what I mean most companies most movies yeah, like when you look at most when they, when they do a search online it's not Google right in most movies yeah. it's very rarely Google or whatever they've always got this kind of bullshit search or when they got an email program, it's not Gmail. That'd be good. They should have that bullshit search. Bullshit search. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you search for is just it, it just responds with, "What are you looking for that for? It's bullshit." Bullshit. Bullshit search. No, it's just like not saying Just you know, when you see the screen for a split second, when you have got like crap search or whatever, whatever. Bullshit search. Yeah. That's it. Don't say a word yeah. after that. Yeah. See if people know. But uh, no, but a lot of movies do, you know, go out of their way to invent shit so they don't have to refer to them. But this actually uses a real dating website, mm-hmm. and. You know, at one point, they're like, two characters have a meeting. It's like, oh, let's go to uh, Pinkberry and have ice cream or Cinnabon. I'm like, what? What? Yeah, yeah. And, like, and then they sit in Cinnabon having this heart-to-heart while one of them really enjoys his... Uh, oh, no way. His mood. It's, like, it's, re- it's ridiculous. It's so... That kind of... That, for me, kind of... It was so blatant, it kind of wore out the other thing. I mean, you look at something like... The Shawshank Redemption is a genuinely uplifting movie. It's kind of cool. You come out of that thinking, fuck yeah, right? Kind of, yeah, everything's all right with the world. I came out of this thinking just like, uh, I, I want a coffee. <laughs> I want a coffee and a pizza. I want to go to Cinnabon. And I live in Malaysia and there's no fucking Cinnabon around here. I can't go to the pizza joint because it is here, but it's not in Ireland. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Um, I'm avoiding naming any of them because I just, I don't want to add to their plan, yeah. their little ruse. <laughs> to get advertising on this podcast. If you'd like to advertise on this podcast, email podcast at mcgettonfries.com. This podcast is brought to you by Bullshit Search. Yeah, Bullshit Search. So, yeah, it's just... Everyone I know in the film industry seems to love it. I'm not sure. I need to talk to them more about it, whether it was the visuals or everything else. But I just felt like... I wanted to slap Ben Stiller a bit. You know, it's that kind of thing. It's like, get off your fucking arse and fix shit yeah. yourself, dude. Like, stop being such a wuss. Man up, motherfucker. So it didn't, and also, it didn't have that moment where it, someone gave him a kick in the ass and told him to go get the girl or something kind of but it was like a vision of the girl herself like a, a memory of the girl telling him to do it so he just jump out of a helicopter at one point but he doesn't quite get a kick in the ass <coughs> but it does feel a bit like Ben Stiller's trying out for a big special effects movie yeah because there are like no there, there's some of the there's the there's the there's the 
the imagination stuff. Yeah. Sorry, the imagination stuff. But then the reality stuff gets pretty hectic as well. So there's some tryouts there, but it does look like he's trying out for like a role in, you know, to direct Avengers 3 or something. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. It's like, hey, look, I can do close up shots, I can do snow, I can do beauty shots, I can do oh, funny explosions. Eh, bits and pieces, but not, I didn't find it laugh out loud. It wasn't a laugh riot. Because he hasn't done many serious films, though, has he, really? It's probably his most serious film. No, I mean, it's a change for him. It's very different, but uh, I just wasn't blown away. You don't have to be. I do. Every movie was blowing me away. Every movie. You can just take the social media and say what you think. I did. <laughs> and everyone thinks I'm some kind of weird negative freak now. <laughs> Alright, you want to finish up with a review of uh, Machete Kills, Machete right? Machete Kills, yeah. Kind of forgot about this. Yeah? It's been a while now. But, um, yeah, I forgot. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I watched this it was last week. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's got some cast. Yeah? They really stuffed loads of big names in there, but not all of them were in there for long or at the same time. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, but you don't mind that, because... You know they're good when they're on screen, but it was um yeah it was okay. It's it's I couldn't even remember much about the last one to be honest. But um uh, Lindsay Lowe and Topless wasn't I remember that much? Yeah, that's probably yeah. And I also remember like the <laughs> links out appearing got. in the middle of it. That's probably the links out appearing in the middle. Bounce you go wow wow. Like ended, at one right? point it, no, no when I, <laughs> I think that's when you ended. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, anyway. that, that moment was that moment was genius though when it's like he what, he has them drugged or something like that or he has like this enemy's daughter and wife drugged yeah. and it's like what are you gonna do to he us? Them on the phone. And he just cuts them in the pool yeah. naked. Yeah. It's like bow chicka Yeah, no, it's this this because I think in in the first one he was just a, a hobo, wasn't he? Really, he was just a, a dude. No, he was an ex federale. Was he? he was a federale. Yeah, he was a federale. Who's it's all come back to me now. He was a, like a, I don't even know what a federale is. I assume it was some kind Sounds of cop. Like a cop. But he like basically like had some kind of shit go down, and then he was on the run or somewhere. If they if he if he came back, they'd hunt down his family and kill them all. Yeah. Some kind of shit like that. Like he was an awesome cop, and then or drug cop, and then he went off, and then they hired him as a homeless. They thought he was a homeless guy and hired him to assassinate somebody, right? Yeah. And that's when they fucked with the wrong Mexican. The wrong Mexican. Basically, it's got it's the people that are in it, right? Well, there's one guy I don't know who he is. I must actually <laughs> check now because. He pissed me off because he's in the film quite a lot and he's the, the most annoyingest character I've seen. Yeah. He kind of ruined the film. But anyway, there's Mel Gibson, Amber Heard, Michelle yeah. Rodriguez, Sophie Vergara, Charlie Sheen, yeah. Lady Gaga, Antonio Banderas, Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins Boyd. is amazing. He is Boyd. a legend. Legend. Even in fucking... you seen Predators? Yeah, legend. He basically plays Boyd Crowder on fucking an alien I planet. Think, I just think he's... Like, I don't think he's acting. I just think that's how he is. <laughs> no, but have you seen The Shield? He's in The Shield, right? No, he was in The yeah. Shield? I don't think he even has a southern accent. You know. Yeah. But then it has Cuba Gunning Jr. and Vanessa Hudgens. The diving guy. And it has the, Mark... The, the, uh, it has, no, it has Ta- uh, Tom Savini, which he was in... I think he was in... From Dust Till Dawn. He was the guy with the, cr- yeah. the crotch... The crotch... The crotch rocket. Crotch yeah. Rocket. <laughs> he was in a... Um, when he, I, think, I think actually guy. when he appears you have to do like a flashback actually to who the fuck he was in the last film yeah. of Dawn or something because yeah. <laughs> I was like going oh yeah it's your man oh look do a flashback how nice of him. he's been doing a lot of acting these days but he used to be a makeup guy oh yeah 
And it also has. Aaron Baker with special effects. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Creep Show, shit like that. Friday the 13th. Was he? Yeah. Well, there's. Who, who isn't mentioned here, who was also in at the very start, yeah. is uh, Jessica Alba. Oh. I think she's his girlfriend from the first one. Yeah. So basically, it starts off with some kind of military thing happening, like a handover yeah. or some kind of people buying arms. And uh, Machete comes in with Jessica Alba and kind of kicks all sorts of ass. But then they kind of get, at the last second, then a third kind of party come in and kick more ass and shit happens right. so it then cuts to uh, actually who else is in this as well oh this is great radio no oh come on who's the bad guy in Die Hard 2 Die Hard 2 uh, uh, William, S- William Sadler William Sadler right yeah, there he is there William Sadler legend as well t- he has tweeted me he's actually I know, tweeted yeah, back saw to that, me yeah. so it cuts to him and he has machete they're pretty much on a noose. Right. Um, in a noose? In a noose, on a noose, on a bucket or something, and he's about to kill him. And mm-hmm. he's, all, he's talking all smack, and he says, I have you now, blah, 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 for some reason. You dirty Mexican. He's monologuing. He thinks he's Mexican, really. And then he goes, I'm going to kill you. And <laughs> Machete's giving him some, some mad stare down. But anyway, the phone rings, and it's um, Charlie Sheen, who's the president of the USA. <laughs> it's Philip. Was, was it Robert De Niro was the president or was he a, a senator in the first one? Oh, I don't know. I probably yeah. should have watched the first one back a couple of years to see it. But uh, mm. anyway, your man doesn't get to kill him and he gets brought up. So Charlie Sheen has a word in his ear about some <laughs> Mexican uh, terrorist fella who is this fella that I don't know. Damien back here. No, never heard. Is that the annoying guy? That's the annoying guy. I'll tell you later why he's fucking annoying. He does me head in. He's a. Uh, he's, um, so anyway, he has some r- a rocket that's about to be sent off to right. blow up the United States or whatever. So he sends him in. But in the meantime, he sends him to meet his contact to get him over the border, who is Amber Heard. Oh, nice. Wowzers, yeah. So Wowzers. She's, she she plays a beauty. She, her cover is a, is a kind of a beauty queen in the pageant. Right. Yeah, so it's really funny. So she's all kind of dolled up and whatever. And then she flies him over to Acapulco in the helicopter wearing Daisy Dukes right. and a pair of high heels. It's kind of funny. Or wedges, uh-huh. as the girls call them. Yeah, so she's all kind of dolled up. So he, she drops him off, and your man, so, so Machete goes and gets your, <laughs> gets to the bad guys out. Uh, Vaz, no, it's not Vaz. Mendez's place, and your man basically has, kind of like an Iron Man device in his chest, basically right. where it looks like the Iron Man kind of power thingy. But it, if he dies, basically the missile launches and blows up the states. All oh, right. Yeah. So that's ripped off from that's ripped off that's ripped off from a book. Loads of stuff. Snow Crash. Yeah. Everything. So, your man manages to kind of get out of there and and escape with the dude. And it turns out, this is what freaks me out, it turns out that this guy is actually a good guy, but he's kind of gone schizo. So, oh. for, for parts of the movie, he basically changes. He does a kind of a, I'm a bad guy, I'm going to kill you all, to, oh my God, what have I done kind of thing. Get me back to the border, we'll, right. we'll, we'll make this better. And he just keeps switching every, and you kind of figure out eventually, but then it, play, it plays the whole thing. Is he being real? Is he he's acting at the bad guy now? Is he acting as the good guy? kind of messing yeah. with your head kind of it's been done before like but it's it's just fairly distracting for the whole film because it happens an awful lot yeah. but to be fair you're not watching this film for the the plot really no <laughs> there's a fair few <laughs> they're just crazy like action sequences like just like stupid shit where like he, where he he has where 
where Machete has that Mendez fella and they, they're trying to get across to the border basically and every couple of miles they have to fight people but but uh, they call into some gar- some some garage and th- th- there's, there's a, a word out in the street that, that he has to be taken down so everyone's after him even the public and everyone there's a bounty on yeah. his head and as this fella comes out in a kind of motorised kind of wheelchair and says you're not going anywhere kind of thing and uh, to, uh, to Machete yeah or to Machete to he goes we need your car your man has a kind of a souped up kind of really handily placed uh, armoured car yeah <laughs> armoured dukes that has a car so basically Machete just kind of goes whatever and shoots <laughs> shoots the kind of oxygen tank in the back of your man's <laughs> wheelchair your man goes yeah. flying out the front and then everyone shoots the shit out of your man <laughs> you know it's typical kind of, kind of gore kind of silly shit that goes on and then they take the off and then everyone's yeah. chasing them to get across the border and there's yeah there's there's, there's funny bits and like your one Sophie Verger has she's like a madam that have yeah. like, that has all these crazy girls that are basically after him, but she she pulls out these weapons like that has she has this brad of fires machine guns like it's just crazy stuff like yeah, yeah, yeah and then she she even pulls out that kind of crotch rocket thing that that your man had in the fur in Dusseldon like but yeah it's okay like it goes back and forward and then he, then he gets across the border but then your man gets away and then he ends up having to go to then Mel Gibson pops up yeah. as the as the basically the person who created this bomb in the first place you know typical I probably, I can't, probably can't say much more but you, it's a film you can't really spoil you know yeah but pretty much w- what's good about it is at the very start you know me uh, Machete had a, a trailer the original trailer for Machete was on before yeah Um. what was it was it Planet Terror was it yeah well. Planet Terror yeah. well before this Machete do you have a Machete kills in space and you have a full trailer which it oh, turns yeah. out that this is what happens at the end this is the oh. they actually showed a trailer for the third one the before the second one <laughs> I have heard something about this because yeah, they released so that Mel trailer Gibson, online like, oh, god yeah if you don't want to I don't even know if this is spoilers but if anybody wants to really want really got pissed off about the end of this maybe you yeah. should just uh, just skip ahead a bit maybe about a minute but but uh, yeah it's not really kind of a spoiler but anyway Mel Gibson is a nut job who who thinks if he goes to space he has some space race tech or whatever and which he doesn't mm. really use but if he, his plan is to go to space and bring people with him and this is where right. Machete has to try and stop him or whatever but eventually they save the day but yeah your man heads off into space with I don't know if he goes with him but he gets away to space and just the whole story is the third the trailer to start movie, is, movie, is, yeah. is for the third film yeah, which I don't excellent. know if he'll make but is, I mean, is it genuinely funny like yeah, the action's good it, it, it's like it, 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 apart from your man I just thought it was distracting doing the whole am I a good guy am I a bad guy am I, am I, am I a bad guy acting good to kind of get your trust kind of thing you know yeah. that was because that happened way too much throughout the film and um, no, it, just, it just sounds like it's very hard to impress average Dave no, I liked it. I don't know if it. It's a keeper. I'll give you that. It's a, I'll give you that. A keeper. I, I have kept it in my collection. You can just see that. You can just see that on the poster. Like the, the poster of the cinema. It's a keeper. It's a keeper. Average keeper. Dave. Yeah. Um, like Wait for it, like, on DVD. Is, you'd have the cinema. Yeah, like, there is good. There is funny bit. There, it, is, it is funny, and there's some outrageous, silly kind of Robert Rodriguez over the top stuff that happens, and you kind of laugh and go, nice. You know, a few yeah. set pieces that are good, but. Uh, yeah, your man, and then the end of it kind of dragged out a bit with Mel Gibson, but um, how is Mel Gibson? Yeah, he's. You're kind of. I'm half looking. I'm gonna go on. Is he really like? Is how how? Because <laughs> he's playing a kind of a, a crazy man. You're kind of thinking, is he really acting? Or is yeah, he does he think he's in a reality? Does he re- does he think he's in a reality TV show? Yeah. He's actually going to get to like, go to space. Well, like, you know <laughs> or Weapon, is he off his meds? Like you know, from Little Weapon, he does. He does have those crazy eyes, and he puts on that kind of 
maniacal bad kind of he shoots the gun yeah but no it's good I, it's if you like the first one you'll you have to watch this one See cool yeah. alright well they're going to give it a go yeah as usual we like to finish off with the Malaysian and, bo- and US box office top 10 are you ready for this Dave you're going to have to go in where order we, where with me where are we going which one are we going Malaysian first uh, we start with the Malaysian first yeah okay go no, actually no uh, did you get the Irish one did you I got the Irish one yeah no, we'll do Irish one first because you're on it and because you're in Ireland oh, and you're wearing a green jumper. The Gara. It's really hard yeah. to read font. Go for it. Yeah. So at number 10, we have Walking with Dinosaurs. This looks like dog shit as well. This has the... Like, I'm not sure if you heard the podcast with Sunday Gavin about how on the trailer there's like a little dinosaur falls and gets hurt and screams medic and that just that raises far too many questions. Is that, is that, like, is that an anime? Is that a cartoon? Yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's CGI, but it's not like the BBC show at all. It's not like that documentary at all. Like, they totally anthropomorphized the dinosaurs. But the kid, a kid dinosaur shouting medic implies that they have a military structure that has medics as part of it, and that the kid has seen some of this action, or maybe seen it on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole... It's dumb. <laughs> Fuck it. Next. Never mind that the fact that they're dinosaurs, Ian. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Dinosaurs don't have medics. They don't have thumbs. Maybe, that's what maybe, it was, maybe they did. And they didn't do a good job and everyone died. Yeah. You know? Anyway, number nine, Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues. You haven't seen this yet, no? No. Um, uh, I thought you'd be go uh, see it. I thought that would be one to get you out of the house. Yeah, pretty close. It was pretty close. Close, but, um, almost. It's not one that you have to see in the cinema, though. But I've, I have a funny feeling, and what I've heard from people as well, is that it's very hard. To, that first one was, you know, so good. It's very hard to live up to it. You know, Cast lightning I'm in a bottle sure again. People would. Um, it's always going to be compared to the first one. I don't think it will. It will. Uh, it would be better. But I'll definitely see it mm. at some stage. Yeah. Some of it. Number eight, we've got the Hobbit: The Desolation of Schmaug. And number seven, The Delivery Man. That's Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. That looks, again, looks like another generic Vince Vaughn. Now I'm not a. <laughs> well, actually, I did, I thought the same when I saw the trailer, but apparently it's a remake of a. A kind of, I think it's either Swedish or Canadian movie called Starbuck. They just added Vince Vaughn, so it's less Vince Vaughn than normal. Okay. I think they actually forced him to be awake on set this time. Yeah, because I, I don't mind Vince Vaughn, but he's better with other people like around him, like that. Yeah. Like the, you can't just be Vince Vaughn all the time. The internship wasn't too bad. Hmm. You know. Uh, number six is Last Vegas, which is, I think is uh, Morgan Freeman and shit, old guys. Yeah. Just hey, we're getting old. Now we can make one of these stupid old men films. Yeah. You know. Number five, Devil's Jew. Have you seen the poster for this? I I've tried to stay away from this trailer. <laughs> Why? Because it freaks you out. <laughs> because because <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Dave's wife is is uh, heavily pregnant at the moment, and this is just be as in nightmare nightmare fuel. As in baby Jew this day next week seven days. Yeah. Not ready. Well, if you, okay, not well, you're not, not ready at all. Not ready. <laughs> not ready. Keep talking. You don't want to go? Podcast can go all <laughs> week. Not ready. No, but the, if you see the poster for this, the kind of, it's basically Rosemary's Baby with some more effects, but the poster for this has her kneeling in some supposed mythical circle, which kind of looks like a Euro symbol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I it's mythical that, in America. Right. Yeah. Uh, number four, we have Frozen. I really like this. I still haven't done a review properly of it, and it's not going to be today either. I keep forgetting to review it, but I've seen it twice now. And uh, I think it's one of the best Disney movies in ages. I thought it was going to be shit. Because that fucking <laughs> snowman. <laughs> what was that? You told me what? You should put that on the shit. poster. Put that on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be shit. 
I thought gonna be shit. Exclamation mark. <laughs> brackets, uh, McYappin fries. Yeah. Brackets, Eno, Eno only. Exactly. No, it was like, the, the, the advertising of that movie was all like, um, the fucking snowman and that was it. And like, oh, evil snow queen and the fucking snowman is like, great. And then I saw it and I was like, the snowman's not that bad and the evil snow queen's not that evil. It's all good and some rollicking songs. Good times. All round. All right, number three, American Hustle, which is another film that I want to see. You do want to see this, yeah? <laughs> For a few specific reasons from the trailer. Yeah, huh? Two or four in particular, eh? <laughs> Have you seen the, uh, someone, someone did the like honest po- Oscar movies that they were honest, you saw that? Uh, no, well, honest trailers, no. No, they had honest posters, so that, oh. like, for all the Oscar-nominated movies, like, what if the posters were obvious or ob- ob- honest? And I think the one for American Hustle was just, like, paunches, wigs, old suits, and uh, the top and small text. Yeah. And the big text was just Jennifer Lawrence's tits. Yeah. Well, there Pretty is much. that. That's what they... Well, that's... Yeah. Jeez, if you're watching the trailer, that's what, it, that's what they advertised anyway. But it looks good, because, yeah. like, uh, Bradley Cooper is good, even though he hasn't got long yeah. hair. I often say no. stupidly shit. Well, he has that his weird curly, curly hair. Jufro in it, hasn't he? Yeah. And um, uh, why can't I remember your man's name? What's Batman's name? Christian Bale. Like, twice I can't remember Christian Bale. <laughs> He's supposed to be kind of bally and fat, but that's well, good. Well, your average, you, your average David, your your average David, you know, Warner Brothers are hinging on you for getting all about <laughs> Christian Bale when the new Batman movie comes out. Well, good luck. Yeah. But, um, and uh, then the two girls. At number. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Although Amy Adams looks weird when they try to tart her up. I don't know. Like, she's like, in Man of Steel, she looks like kind of. She's in. I'm not saying she's plain. But, like, she's <laughs> but you're not. You're totally saying she's plain. I'm totally saying. No, no, that's a horrible thing to say. But, like, when they put her in glamorous outfits and stuff, she looks kind of weird. Yeah. Maybe it's because she's a ginger. I don't, I don't know. know. I look kind of weird in nice clothes as well. Uh, number two, we've got 12 Years a Slave. Uh, the honest poster for this was Two Hours of Shame. Was yeah. it? Yeah. I've had a tough watch. Yeah, I've heard of that. I, I want to watch it, though. I've heard really well, good things. And the director is... It's a true story, so it's just, you know, yeah. maybe he should have made it a few years ago and he could have seen mm. it himself. Mm. You know? And number, uh, number one... one hey, get out. Number one, go ahead. Get out. Get out. <laughs> number one is The Wolf of Wall Street. Which is not being released in Malaysia. No. There's an article. Nope. Uh, Jonah Hill was all over the the interweb this week. Well, I was over here and was I was he? saying that he only got paid sixty grand for that film, and he said yeah. he took a minimum wage so he could make it. Why would you tell people that? Because you're hoping that people realise that you're kind of cool and therefore they might put you in the next amazing movie. So they yeah, can you know what they're going to put him in the next amazing movie for? Sixty what? grand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't, you know. He's well, you wouldn't have heard though as well. I'm not sure if you heard there was a one of the producers of this is the stepson of or the son stepson son-in-law of one of the ex-prime ministers here. Okay. And apparently this uh, this company he runs they they kind of swoop in on films that are they've lost their financing. So Wolf of Wall Street was half made. Someone thought that uh, Martin Scorsese and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio wasn't a good bet. So they withdrew their funding. So they kind of swept in and gave the money to finish it and market it. Okay. So there's a whole kind of thing going on. Is like, is he, is he silent? Is he, you know, uh, laundering money from Malaysia oh, through like the that. movies? Yeah. So. Careful, you can't stand stuff like that. You get shut down. Yeah, we're hosting the US. They can't touch us. They don't know where I live. Shut up, Dave. Not July. Moving on to the US and Malaysian box office top ten. We'll go through these a bit quicker. We won't break it down. Yeah. 
Uh, starting with Malaysia, at number 10, we've got... Oh, good luck with some of the pronunciations. <laughs> Bring it on! <laughs> at number 10, we've got Siddhartha good. in Malaysia. I've got the Tran... Transcend? That was number a hard nine, one. Yeah, no. At number 8, the 4-2. No idea what any of these three movies are at all. <laughs> number 7, Ballistic. Yeah. I think you nailed that one. <laughs> number six, Devil's Devil, Number six, Devil's Jew. Ah, okay. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Jilla. Jilla. Well, sometimes they're yeah, it's Jilla or El- Illa or Yilla because sometimes yeah, the J is Yilla. J and Illa. Yeah. Forgive me. And at number four, it's definitely Viram. Uh, number three is Lone Survivor. Have you seen the trailer for that? Oh, that rings a bell. Who's in it? I think it might be Mark Wahlberg again. I'm not sure. Oh, it is. Like He's in the army. It's a true story again. Actually. Yeah, unfortunately, like, when it shows the four of them landing in Afghanistan and the movie comes up, it's called Lone Survivor. You're like, oh, Spoilers. spoiler. <laughs> 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 it's really dumb. I don't know why they did that. But he, uh, yeah, but according to the trailer, he won't leave anybody behind. He just drags everyone behind him. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, bro. <laughs> the only they bro. Well, he has to pry the, the guns out of their cold, dead corpses or something, maybe. Mm, maybe. Hmm. Uh, who's next? You. You are. Oh, number two is the Legend of Hercules, which is the. Oh, what's his name? Kellen Lutz. I don't know who. I think Kellen Lutz was in fucking Twilight or something like that. People have talked about it, but no one really gives a shit. <laughs> right. We're all, we're all just we're all just waiting for the Rock in Hercules. What's the Rock in Hercules? He's doing a Hercules movies well. What's the Rock in Hercules? The Rock is gonna do Hercules. Is he? He's shooting already. Yeah, he's a couple. Of, he's tweeted. He's Instagrammed a few photos. Oh. How is he? Yeah. Keeping well? He's alright. Okay. He, asked, he asked after. Did he? Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> and number one in the Malaysian box one. office. Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. I was supposed to go see this last Monday, but I got drunk on Sunday and forgot. The first I saw of this was today on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not, sure. I'm not sure when it's released there, because that's why I meant to go see it, because usually I write my reviews for places that has been on it. It's on the telly. It's probably out next week, it's on the telly. Yeah, it was out here this week, so... In the US box office top 10, we have at number 10, Her. Uh, number 9, Saving Mr. Banks. At uh, number 8, it's The Wolf of Wall Street. Number 7, Devil Baby. <laughs> I gotta call, like, call five mates to just kick in your door and hold you down and make you watch the movie. Devil's Due, number 7. At uh, number 6, it's American Hustle again. Number 5, it's Frozen. Uh, number four, it's Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. Number three, The Nut Job. What's that? Who's in that? I know nothing about that. I think it's a squirrel movie. Like an animated squirrel that's movie. A, that's a wildly stereo- stereotype right there. You can't be doing that. <laughs> you can Google faster. It is! <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> there's, some, there's some squirrels in there. Ah, for... Whatever. Be, well, uh, it must be. Maybe I've heard it's better than Freebirds. Did you hear that about that one? That's the one that Scott Mosley produced about turkeys who travel back in time to stop Thanksgiving. That sounds good. I think I've heard him talking yeah. about it, but I don't know. Half of those things that I don't yeah. ever come out. Yeah, yeah true. You know. uh, number two is the Lone Survivor. And number one in the U.S. box office is Ride Along. I've never heard of it. Okay, it is Ice Cube. Oh, gr- oh and fuck I think it's off. Kevin. What's oh, this small face? Hart? Kevin Smart, isn't it? Hart? Smart. Hart, Kevin Hart. Smart, I don't 
Is um, this like RV4 or something like that? <laughs> yeah, are we there yet? To five? <laughs> yeah, are we there yet? Oh, no, RV X, was... Triple uh, X4? RV, yeah. Triple X4 could be, yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's, one of them's a cop and then it's the other one. It could be that film. Remember with uh, Michael J. Fox and is it James? Not James Khan, James. A fast talking security guard joins his cop brother in law on a 24 patrol in order to pursue himself of marrying Angela. What could possibly oh, what's that other on? one? What's the one with Martin Lawrence? Something security, was it? Oh, national, no, national, national security. security, was it? Blue Streak? Yeah, it sounds like it, alright. That was Blue Streak, the one with Bruce Willis on the boat. What was the one with him? He's a boat captain, he's a river police. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Willis is river police, fuck off. <laughs> river police? That's river. so bad. Was that Blue Lightning? What was yeah, it? Oh no, it was like reaching distance or something, wasn't it? it, was, something, distance? it was something distance? Right, yeah. Striking distance? Type damage. Do- yeah, it was fucking striking distance. They'd, like, they'd run out of other cops to do in movies. Like, oh, we can't do CSIs, that's already been done. What, what about River Police? Yeah, he's a boat police. Fuck yeah. Boat police, hang on a sec. Magic, uh, what are you looking at? That film with uh, that dude. Never mind. Could you be a little, the hard be a little more vague? The hard, <coughs> the hard way was the one about with um, James Woods. James Woods, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Was he? Was, he, was like he was doing a kind of a ride along in that, wasn't he? Something like that. Yeah. Something like uh, that. Michael J. Fox is doing the ride along with him. Yeah. Man, yeah. there's a lot of ride along movies. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Ice Team mo- uh, Ice Ice Cube. You yeah, there's a lot of Ice Cube movies. Yeah. You get. You don't do you get that. Beat down. So how did you enjoy your first um, Gap and uh, Mac, uh, Ren and Fry's podcast? Yeah, it's good. I like it. It's good. You like it? Yeah. It's not bad. We'll see. Well, we might get you back uh, if there's enough news for before. Gavin's going to be back next week, I think, but the week after and the week after, we've got some time up. So we might have you back again. We'll see what the, crit- we'll see what the audience says. If you like Dave, yeah. like this podcast, like us on uh, iTunes and send us an email at podcast. Fan mail for Dave can be directed to podcast at mcgettonfries.com. Think of the baby. Think of the baby. <laughs> the devil's Jew quote average Dave. Think of the baby. That's a low blow. Okay. Yeah. No. I. It's, All right. Yeah, hopefully. I'll, I'm. I'm cool. Well. Thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you again soon. No problem. Good night. Good night.